Well, hey everyone, it's Lee, and this is Let Us Say It For You. It's Big Mike and his house. And, his house. and we have a special, special guest today. Our dear friend, Miss Erica Jones. Hello, hello, oh. hello. <laughs> Queen E! Ah. So we just we just love Erica. You know, Micah. Um, share how she became someone that we know because we met her through you. Shout out to City Year. Um, the realest core year was 2013 to 2014. Um, the realest core year. The realest core year, guys. I mean, I'm sorry. This is very untouchable. But the crazy thing is, I didn't get close with Erica until after our year. Now, mm-hmm. I knew Erica throughout the thing because it was like seven black people. So when there's seven <laughs> black people, we find a way. To connect, right? So, I think I say you. Um, so she did a talent show, mind you. Erica's super quiet. Every time I saw her, she was bubbly in a good mood, but it was around people that she knew. Same thing for me. Um, when I saw her, I did speak. Hello, hello, nice girl. And then and that's it. But one day she did this monologue. Was it color purple? Yeah, bruh. And like she just turned on this acting switch, and everybody was like. <laughs> like it was crazy but it was so good i was like bro i didn't expect that talent to come out of this little body right now like this is crazy um but after our core year we actually became really close because she stayed she was from north carolina and she just uprooted came to miami and you know everybody was leaving because the core year was over but i remained and so we got really close and then we joined an organization together called sisters um the Broward County Professional Chapter mm-hmm. and you know it's been history and then I just kept integrating her into my friend's life and it was funny I was doing Erica's hair and Erica's at my house a lot I think before we became sisters yeah. and a little bit after and Leah was like who is who is this girl <laughs> and so I was just like she was in my courier you don't remember me talking about what yeah I remember and I'm like she's, she's a nice girl she's nice okay all right, Mike, you know I don't like this shit. I'm like, I know, I know, but she's great. I'm just, she's great, okay? Just wait till you meet her. And then she met her, and she was like, oh, I like her. I'm like, right? So it just kind of worked out. But, yeah, that's where Erica came to the picture. So when you do, so you, when you came to do the court year thing, you didn't move here? You Like, you didn't move, move here. You just came here for that? That's how that worked? Mm-hmm. Yes. I came okay. here just for city mm-hmm. Oh. And you have a choice to go back home after mm-hmm. you get your Siegel Award because you get like almost $6,000 to further your education or um, to mm-hmm. uh, pay your loans off. That's very and nice. And so you can choose. Okay, I'm done. I had a great year. I figured out what I really want to do with my life. So mm-hmm. now let me go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can stay and build a life. And so what made you want to stay? Um, <clears throat> being from North Carolina, uh, Miami is so different. Mm-hmm. So um, I really enjoyed the culture here. And then my friends, obviously, Michael was one of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just starting over here in Miami. I like it. I'm not going back home. That's, that's so dope, nice. right? So, that's what, so how was that? Like, what was your thought process in that? Because I encourage all my friends. I have a kid. So I always said if I didn't have Mia, I'd be a struggling writer in New York. Because I want to be a writer. I am a writer. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'd be. I'd be mm-hmm. there writing something, writing a book, trying mm-hmm. to write for a newspaper, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... For my friends, anytime someone like Micah's supposed to move into Texas eventually, and I don't want her to, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck it. Just yeah. go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we'll come yeah. visit. It's not like it's the end of the world. So mm-hmm. like, what was your thought process? Say, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to just stay here. Like, um, I think because 
my entire life, I kind of felt like I was living for someone else. Mm. And after my first year here in Miami, I was like, you know what? I did this by myself for mm. one whole year. Mm-hmm. So I can do this for six more years or 10 more mm-hmm. years. So that's what made me stay here in Miami because I realized like I can do this on my own. Um, so I stayed. It wasn't really oh, nothing I would go back to North Carolina for. <laughs> but my family, but, you know, I see them when I see them. They'll be there. I'm just yeah. like rebuilding my life like for who I wanted to be and who I am so that's why I decided to stay that was beautiful Jones well that's you know well you know it's a pleasure to have you I'm not gonna lie um the conversations are probably a little even spicier when I was like why the fuck is this bitch always at your house like (laughs) more like it she I don't get that because every time you said Erica I thought it was wholeness right so I'm like all right Erica wholeness at the house I was like no no Erica Jones oh that bitch again (laughs) like why she don't go home like I don't get it but um (laughs) I to, yeah, I'm like, you, I was no, like, oh. she doesn't. She's not yeah, from here. I was like, why is she always there? And then, but you were so nice, and it's very hard to. I'm. I like good energy, so it's very difficult to not like a bitch that's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not even like the annoying nice. There's a just certain kind of simple. nice that gets on my nerves. Yeah. It was just genuine. This, genuine. Oh, she's such a likable bitch. God yeah. damn it. And then now I'll be talking like I don't know how I ever lived without Erica. Yeah. Like I love you dearly. So. Thanks a lot for having her here. And I'm sorry I was so hostile behind your back, but I was. <laughs> I don't understand why she's always just now. I felt it when you came around, honestly. I was like, oh but I just never said anything. I was and, like, you know. And this is why I'm telling y'all, don't be having me around bitches don't like. she said it to me. She's like, yeah. do your friends like me? Yeah. I said, it, they just got to get used to you. Because <laughs> they didn't have a reason. And the no thing reason, is, no reason. my friends, when they meet new people that I bring around, they don't talk shit. They just say, why now? And where yeah. did they come from? Those are the two main reasons, two main questions that they always say. Yeah. But it's never like shysty talking. It's always mm-hmm. like, okay, just make sure she knows her place. And, I mean, it depends. Because you know? who, who, who does that? Like, Tarsha can't do that. Tarsha got 17,000 friends. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't do that. And Paige got a whole group of friends don't even know. So it's like, the only people I can see really talking out the mouth like that is me because the shit don't but think, but, but think about it. So, like, you find different things about a person to not like because they're getting closer to your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now you're just pulling shit. You don't even know this person. Now you're just pulling shit. She ain't even cute. Look how she dressed. All yeah. of that negativity that comes behind. Terrible. Yeah, and I've, yeah. I've seen it. Like, you know, and I've we've and it. we've been a part of that to some degree because yeah. I know you was getting close to somebody and her best friend was saying some wild shit. Not about you per se, like yeah. about you. Yeah. But she's like, well, what the fuck? When did y'all get close? Like, you know, little yeah. things like that. So it's like. It's this territorial thing that happens yeah. when you feel like someone is moving in. And I had that shit. a lot. I've, I've gotten over it. Like, you caught me. How long ago was that now? Maybe two Seven, years. Two? Yeah. About two? So, yes. The two years ago, Leah and this Leah are two yeah, very different people. But, yeah. Then I was a lot. Cause it, I, and I had to deal with it so much. Because Mike and Tarsha have so many best friends. So, it's just like. Oh my God, bro! How am I special? How many of us is it? It's like six. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it becomes too much, and I am the whole like I do kind of live on this whole. You have one best friend, and right. like I just need somebody that I call. We ride. We got matching tattoos. We do all this. It just happens though that we all just kind of have multiple ones, and mm-hmm. it took me time to get over that yeah. because yeah. I wasn't fucking with that for a yeah. long time. I was yeah. like, I don't get it. Yeah. And before becoming close with them, I always had one. It was me and Kiara at one point. Me and Kiara best friends for a really long time. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah nobody does. Like I care. 
met Erica through me, like me and Kara best friends since middle school. Mm-hmm. And then we did have a falling out once her, not once her Erica became cool, but after she already met everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they became best friends. Mm-hmm. And then me and Erica was best friends at one point, like mm-hmm. nonstop. We have matching tattoos. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, yeah. yeah so it, it's, we have a group of like a knit a tight knit group that i can deal with at this point and i'm not all psychopathic about it yeah. anymore but yes at the time it was just like another yeah there's mm-hmm. another yeah right yeah and then honestly you got to think about that too because when, if i i have a now i have friends that like i go to parties with like i don't even talk to y'all but i'll just be gone with them mm-hmm. and i got into that habit because it happened to me so much with the group of friends like okay instead of getting out you know your panties in a bunch every five minutes yeah you got other people you know too just go out with them and stop bitching about it so mm-hmm. i did that but for me it just depends like if they don't mix with my group of friends yeah you just can't fucking come around and yeah, i don't even right. play the fiddle i'm gonna just tell them no like you're annoying or you're gonna rub them the wrong way or i don't think this is gonna match right you. Please don't make me have to pick because yeah, yeah. Right. because you will not get selected. Right. You know, so uh, yeah, it it worked out great. But yeah. yes, you know, yeah, it was tough. So yeah. I'm so happy to have you. I I realized I was just like I understand. I came into Michael's life and she already had friends before me. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started to feel it. I did have that conversation with her. I'm just like I'm okay because I understand. Like I'm not like a day one. But I want to be able to build within this circle as well because I I'm not from here mm-hmm. and I like these girls like they all yeah. seem cool so I'm glad that you all I, I feel terrible because I didn't know you noticed I thought I was I swear <laughs> I'll be trying hey. I felt like I was doing a good job at not because the but bottom line is I don't have. I didn't have any reason to not like you. Yeah. So it was just and like you weren't rude. There was nothing that yep. you said, but no, nothing yeah, that you did. But your your demeanor. Yeah. Something about you. this. Yep. I can't have. And it's loud. I like it a lot of people think that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's loud. Yeah. You know, like you have like a, a loud energy about you when you're not comfortable with something or something yeah. is rubbing you the wrong way, and it's not rude. So let's say that again. Oh, it's yeah. not rude. Yeah. It's not verbal. Yeah. It's a different type of communication. And it's not even like, oh, I don't even want her by me. Like, it was nothing, like, about it. Because yeah. I've seen girls move yeah. because they don't want to be brazed by the person mm-hmm. that walks grazed by the person that walks by. So it's like, brazed. it was okay. nothing like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. But she just noticed. And I think people who just are in tune with how energies yeah. work. She was able it. to pick that. Not yeah. everybody can pick that yeah. up. And it wasn't so obvious. It wouldn't be obvious to somebody who just clearly is like, whew, yeah. And I about think everything. that's why that's why I guess I think I'm doing a good job because when it's like openly I don't fuck with you, there's nothing like secret oh, about it's clear. it. Like I'm oh, not yes. speaking. It's very like I'm clear. walking past you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm dead ass. So I know that's rude. And I you know, I don't give a fuck. So I'm th- I swear, like, I'm doing so good yeah. at showing <laughs> yeah. that like I don't care for her and very really much right are, now. For but the I, untrained eye. Yeah, Ooh. the third eye people. But that's the lesson, y'all. My friends know what's up. But <laughs> but like I mean, like I've I've literally sang Erica's praises. Like she's so genuine and she's such a likable bitch. My God. So mm-hmm. it's so it's I'm so happy that she. Hello, good job. Okay. Um, all right. So well, thanks for being here. I didn't know that that's how the whole um. Somebody said don't podcast while we're at work. I'm sorry. Oh. Do it. What's the day? It's Saturday. Saturday. You can listen later. Get off. Okay. So, um, 
We were talking right before the, the podcast started, and I wanted to talk about this. Favorite hood movies. So Micah has on a Poetic Justice shirt. And I must say, I am madly in love with Tupac. May he rest in peace or not. I don't know what if y'all believe in conspiracy. I don't know what he did. I thought he was dead, but some niggas don't think so. So I love Tupac. I have, honestly, I have a lot of Tupac and Bob Marley shirts. Like, at least three a piece. And I have one Prince shirt, because I love Prince. So whatever. Oh, Biggie and Tupac. Pick one. Tupac. Biggie. All right, bitch. Hello, strike one. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. It's hard to not like Biggie, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool, so your favorite hood movie is Poetic book. Justice. You're saying yes. that you know like the words you just gave yes, us like a bro. whole um what is that? Uh not a scene. Is it a it's not a monologue. Yeah, monologue I could, I could is, do Oh no, it's one, right? I mean, you gave us like I mean, yeah. would it, would, you could that, it? Yeah, you did do okay, it. So yeah, like yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that one. Thanks. So yeah. So what about you, E? What do you think? Do you have a favorite a uh, hood movie? As and we and we have to say hood because if you think about They're the like movies that we were raised, yeah. it's like '90s and yeah. Ice Cube and all of them making movies around yeah, that time. And like, why were we watching that for real? Um. I, have, but I, think I I have not seen a lot of these movies. Yeah. yeah. So that's my thing. Um. We, before we get to it because mm-hmm. it's like damn how I couldn't watch it when I was little like baby boy I didn't see baby boy until I was in college and like I was like this is what the fuck all the hype was about but I guess maybe the allure was being able to watch it at a young age yes. when you weren't supposed to be watching yes. it yeah. but it's like and that's a hood movie and I don't really care for it very much mm-hmm. if you quote something baby boy I don't know if you gotta say Jody and I gotta be like in the right mindset to, to catch on yeah. so anyway um, so what do you what do you think what would you peg as your favorite I absolutely love Boys in the Hood um, it was tough to watch. Oh, it was so tough. I think, like as a kid, that's why I was saying, like, why was I even watching that? But we watched it so many times. So many I, times. I, as I got older, I started to understand, like, what really happened. That's the one with yeah. Ice Cube, right? Uh, yes, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's the one where and he died in the end, like with the, he killed somebody because they killed Morris Chestnut. Yes, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. That okay. one, Cuba I've Gooding seen the Jr. Version, yeah, so I need to them. see like yeah. the real one because they cut stuff. But yep. like, I like this. Yep. <laughs> it was so sad. Yeah, yeah it I was, was just sad. like, I think I like it most because I saw how he was really trying to be a good kid, like going to college, yeah. doing all, playing football, doing all those things, and then. They got got somebody pregnant. You know, yeah, it's the whole cycle that happens when you're in poverty-stricken areas and yes they just blame you for your circumstances yep. and they're not seeing the bigger picture but i think the reason why we were allowed to watch those movies and mm-hmm. this is just me trying to forward think a lot of movies weren't being produced by black people mm-hmm. around that time mm-hmm. so the spike lee's right the spike lee right. joints and then you got ice cube came on the scene um, the guy after just, nwa one year anniversary just passed um, oh, black guy passing. right i forgot yeah. his name and he did Boys of Hood, and I think he did Poetic Justice, too. Yeah. I forgot his name. Damn, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, around that time, like, black acting and black casting black movies, like, the black experience from black people, yeah. it was so prominent when it was happening, but it was the same stories because this is the reality of what it's like to be black in America. Mm-hmm. They were all the mm-hmm. same type of movies. Like, they yeah. were all the same. Very harsh to watch. Very as well. harsh, yeah. Yeah, super sexual, yeah. Yeah. drug addiction. Because um, the, the, the 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 other one y'all mentioned, um, the society one. Don't, don't be a menace. Oh, dust. Yeah, I never seen that one. <laughs> we gotta watch it. Now we gotta watch it. Yeah, we gotta we're gonna watch have it. to have. We have to have a movie day. 
That was a lot too. It was. Yeah, I believe you. And the only one I was able to pay because Micah mentioned it because I was like, I don't think I had because I have not seen these movies, but I did see Juice and Mm -hmm. I've seen Juice a few times. I'm like, gotta be Juice. Mm -hmm. And I was so disappointed Tupac because I've liked Tupac since then. That was the only rap music I was allowed to listen to in Michigan. And when I'm from Detroit, shout out to Detroit. And so my mom, I couldn't listen to rap music. The only one she would let play is Tupac, and it would usually be like the Hey Mamas and you know he had a lot of like good music, you know, conscious music, whatever. Mm -hmm. I did fuck around here a couple like. I get around. I love. I get around. I get around. Yeah, but that's probably how I was able to see mm-hmm. Juice, and I was like, oh my gosh! I remember I was in love with the high yellow one. They used to. Be, I used to have a high yellow yeah. face back then. Grab up the shit though. But you know, he was my man. And like two high yellow, I was like, what would you do that? Like, damn, you know. And then like Epps got the juice after that, or whatever. So I guess that'll be it. But I think you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down. We're gonna have a, um, a hood movie day. I'm gonna use one of the boxes Manny gave me and, and come up with them, and we're gonna see if we can draw our conclusion. Yeah, they hard. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. They hard. And I meant to, well, I, it was for me, but I guess now we're gonna do this. I can tell you guys about it. There's like a, I have like a romance, a group of like romance movies that I always heard was so good, but I never seen. Like, I never saw Love Jones. I know that's Tarsha's favorite movie. I've never Amazing. Seen Love Jones. So I was like, I have to see Love Jones. Yeah. And then this is more on the Caucasian side, but everyone I know loves The Notebook. I've never seen The Notebook. The Notebook is such a sad movie. It's so sad. See, oh, and God. You know, how, you know I cry quick. It's sad. Yeah. Have you seen Pretty Woman? First. I've seen Pretty Woman. Okay. Yeah, I've seen Pretty Woman. When Harry Met Sally? No, those not one of those romantic. When um, she was like, one, ah, like moaning in the middle of the restaurant. Have you ever seen that? Like people like replay that skit. No. It's a guy and a girl at dinner. She was like, "What do you I've want heard from of me? it, but I've never and seen then the movie. All of a sudden, she's moaning, and then the lady across from her says. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's one of those movies that's like everybody always talks about. Mm-hmm. I um I remember the one I remember that I liked a lot that I'm gonna add to the list. I've seen it already, but I'd see it again. Is the one where um uh, it was Sandra Bullock and I think Keanu. I think Keanu. No, Sandra Bullock is somebody, but they kept writing notes and putting it in a mailbox. Oh, outside. the the, like the lighthouse, the penthouse, the there was a time difference or whatever, and they like fell in love and. It's something the like letter? It's something like that. Something like that, honestly. That might be it. I think it's the letter. But my thing is, like, was it the notebook? The lake house. Notebook. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yes. It was like they because, were different times. And I, I keep saying like letter. I planted a tree that time, I, and then she I, saw it grown. I keep saying letter and lake house because the last letter that he left her was in front of the house he said that was going to be theirs together. Yeah. But because he was from a different time. time. He's from the past. He missed her. The yeah, they kept missing each other. Wow. And I think that letter... Her reading it on that date, wherever she was, sink them. It was very beautiful. Yes, I remember wow. liking yes. that a lot. So That's I'm going to find beautiful. some really, you know, just bring, bring the Kleenex and we're just going to cry. It's gonna be Yay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So crying is good. First of all, I love to do it at this Me point. Me too. Now I feel like it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Such a thing. I can start adding to me, Eric, me, Erica Holness. We have. Not a group chat. We just send each other like super sad, happy shit all the time. Like yeah. our biggest thing is army, army like our veterans and stuff coming home or whatever and surprising their family. Jesus, beautiful. I will light this place yep. up, man. There was a show called Coming Home way back when that was all about soldiers coming home, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. Like I would be in shambles every, and they would like you know call the show like yeah I'm coming home, want to surprise my wife or my kids or whatever, and there'd be like maybe like four or five different stories about it. It's fantastic. I'm coming home. I was just I'm coming home. Tell the world. I'm coming. It's beautiful. Beautiful show. Yes. All right, cool. So this, I saw this the other day, and I said I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. And now we have an extra person to talk about it with. So at
Ferranini. Sorry, man, but this is her Instagram name. Her the quote she, Sorry, had, she says, "Yes, I'm a mom, but I'm a woman first. Oh yes, I saw. You that. saw that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you look at the comments? I did not. So, I guess I ask you guys first. How do you feel about that statement? We'll start with you, Joe. You're the guest. Can you repeat? repeat it? I'm. Yes, I'm a mom, mm-hmm. but I'm a woman first. Mm-hmm. That was it. How do you yeah. feel about that statement? Okay. So first of all, I just feel like it's self-explanatory. Before she became a mom, she was a freaking woman. That's what I said. I'm just saying, you know, like, he, duh. Right. <laughs> right. I just duh. However, I feel I do feel like that gets lost when women have children, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's fair to the woman. Mm-hmm. So that's why I absolutely agree with her statement. I loved it, like I shared it, whatever Fabiana. it was. I did it. I, I just feel like we shouldn't forget the idea that women are right. women. I'll, I'll give anything. you the context. She, mm-hmm. the, the, it was on Shade Room, but the post was for, uh, she's a personal trainer too or something like that. So she honestly looks like amazing. Yeah. And so she dresses, it's basically like I do, except she wears a lot more stomach showing things because her body's like banging, banging. Yeah. So that's where the whole, I'm a mother, but I'm a woman too. Like I look good in this shit I'm going to wear. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. And then there was a lot more explanation. I think she was probably promoting her personal fitness training, I want to guess. Mm-hmm. But the comments was, I'll take the comments in a minute. So, yes, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, I agree. It yeah. does get lost in yeah. translation. Definitely. Like, what the Which, heck? to the point, I guess, doesn't mean that she can't wear whatever she's wearing. Just because she's a mom. Like, right. yes, yeah, she understands that, but she's also a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. So, was she supposed to lose herself in becoming a mom? Mm-mm. Yeah. You know? So, Bethany. then I think society plays a major role in the way that we feel about ourselves in all of these labels. Yeah. Right? So, when I'm a sister, I'm supposed to act like a sister. Mm-hmm. When I am an aunt, I'm supposed to be a certain way to the child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they have these roles already mapped up for us. And when we step outside of them, it's like, you're wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, who died and gave you the ability to make me yeah. who I'm supposed to be? You know what I'm right. saying? So, because right. you have mothers who are not motherly. Yeah. You have Amen. fathers who are not yeah. fucking present. So, yeah. if we're really going to, you know, go, go there... there. <laughs> Um, being realistic about people being human. So it's human and then uh, your your gender and then your label, mm-hmm. right? So at some point, I feel like everybody's just going to have to try to step away from what people expect you to do yeah. and what people expect you to be and just be ready for the backlash because it's coming, it's right? And it's going to be there. Yep. And I do think that some mothers, when they are not as fit and they wear certain things, I do pass judgment because yeah. she's walking with her kid mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, it's baby, you're walking into Walmart and you got mm-hmm. a bonnet on and your ass is hanging out of your shorts. Like, I judge yeah. shit like that because yeah. I'm like, hmm, I'm just thinking role model. And yeah. I think that's kind of the stigma that all mothers get. But when I look at a mom mm-hmm. and she's walking with a kid and she's showing, I mean, boobs are out, titties hanging and asses jiggling I'm like hmm. yeah. like I just I, I you know I <laughs> the sound the sound I, you know <laughs> and like and I don't want to judge her you know cause maybe she's like whatevs I'm just gonna throw something on and God bless her with all that ass you know and she couldn't find a shirt to fit yeah. at that moment yeah. <laughs> she's trying to make things better but yeah, I do I do, do judge mothers when they're with their kids I don't judge them when they're not so mm-hmm. it's kind of different for me. Mm-hmm. So in the comments, I'll tell you guys what the comments were saying. So in the comments, everyone was like, shouldn't it be the other way around? Like, I'm a mother first. No. Yes, I'm a mother. Yes, I'm a woman. 
But I'm also a mother, mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. So people kept saying that, and there was a lot of people saying that. And um, there, I saw the first one I saw was a man oh, yes, saying that, and I was like, not your opinion. Yeah. You have a dick, not a pussy. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And the next, I saw like a couple women saying it too. And these, I went like I clicked at least two people's pages, and they had kids on there, so I'm assuming their mothers too, yeah. or whatever. So um, my sentiments uh, correlate a lot with yours because mm-hmm. it comes to a point where I think women get so lost in what they have to be once they become. Mothers. mothers as a mother i can say that it's like my life does revolve around my kids like right now me is not here so it's like oh my gosh what are we gonna do yeah it's podcast time because i cuss like a sailor and i don't like having the podcast when she's here because i am a role model to my child right and so mia tells me all the time mommy your breasts are so big one time she told me they were long we're not gonna talk about it um then your mommy you want me your booty so big whatever so my kid sees how i look and i don't um it doesn't bother me. I, she's seen me try on dresses. Like, I have a lot of form-fitting things. And she's like, well, Mommy, you can't wear that out. And I've never had, like, my ass hanging out. I am always covered, but you can see it. So it's just right. like, she'll give me, like, the little say-so about, Mommy, you can't wear that. Because, Mommy, the men are going to look at you, and I'm like, okay, Mia. And this is why I don't like going out when she's here. Because then we have to have that conversation. But, right. Um, to take it back, that bothered me so much because it's just like, Leave a lady alone. Like we, at the end of the day, one day your kids. If you, if if you're lucky enough, I want to say if you do it right, but in some cases you can't be. You know, it, it just doesn't work out that way. But one day they're gonna leave, and yeah. then you're gonna still be a woman again, and you're gonna still be a mother, but they're gonna be at college or they're gonna be with their own families. And now you've literally, what what are you now? Yeah. Like now, what the fuck is it, right? Mm-hmm. And so my mom had said that to me before. Um, that she, my mom, and my dad broke up when I was really young, and she kind of just avoided everything for a long time because like, I just don't want people around my kid and mm-hmm. I don't want Mia to see, Leah to see this and da, da, da. So she doesn't regret not doing it, but she was like, you know, I could have just like, since like I had like babysitters that I went to on a regular basis that I knew and I liked right. or whatever. Right. I could have did that more. And she was like, I never want you to do that. Like, cause I'm not with my daughter's dad anymore. So she was like, you know, if you need her to stay with me, she can stay with me or whatever. And it, it, whatever he has her, just go out and do stuff. And she always preaches that like, go somewhere with Micah. It tries to take you somewhere. Like she always says that because she's right. like, I don't want you to get lost in your mother role so right, much that right, you right. don't do it. And then she also gives me props and saying you're a great mother. And you know I love my kid. Like there's no tomorrow. So right. I never get phased by that. But to tell a woman automatically, like, oh, you know, shame on you for this and that. It's like, oh, it kind of just is what it is. And my thing is whether. I get what you mean by seeing a woman wear a certain kind of thing when she's with a kid yeah. and you kind of just have like an opinion. And my thing is opinions get drawn either way. I wouldn't have cared about that. It's more so on her. If I'm out, ass hanging out, titties out, and someone's looking at me with the side eye, that was going to happen regardless. Like, yeah. and my kids with me, it's like you knew that someone might have yeah. felt a way about this mm-hmm. when you walked out the house with Lil JJ, Lil Lili. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. if anything, I'd be more so mad at the woman herself, the mother. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you all stressed out about it? Bitch, you know what you had on. Yeah. So, I wouldn't give a fuck what yeah. Micah thought or what Erica thought or anybody else because this is what I want to wear today mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, I, I it just, I yeah. thought I would have had more debate, but I don't know why because it's you and then it's a surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, but. Okay. So, devil's advocate. When you become thanks. a mom, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. No, not self-care. It's not about you. So, when you go weeks with your hair not done and your nails not done and your eyebrows not whatever and your vagina is bush, like, whatever you do for self-care. Chewbacca, Chewbacca, Chewbacca Yeah, style. Chewbacca style. Shit, you even forget about your husband. So, or, or the guy that you're with. Because I think it's a lot of times it's not said that the moment that a woman has a child, the man also becomes someone that is no longer in the foresight. Right. Mm -hmm. This person literally is on the back burner. Like you don't 
cuddle anymore. You don't what because it's not about you, yeah. right? So I do think it's very unhealthy that that happens because I don't think it should I be that way. But very. they put so much pressure on mothers because that is the most important role task you will ever be assigned in your entire life. That's what they give women. Hey, mom, aspire to marriage. Yes, but when you become a mom. <laughs> You're really a woman. Like, oh my gosh, you really yeah. did it. And that's why they give so much heat to women who can't have children. Mm-hmm. Women who can't, who don't want children. Like, I've had a conversation with somebody. I don't want kids. Yeah. Everybody was like, what? What do you mean you don't want kids? I don't want kids. Yeah. This world is fucked up. And I don't want to be a part of raising mm-hmm. a child that mm-hmm. could possibly blow up a school because I didn't give them enough, en- enough attention. Yeah. These are very valid points not to have children. I totally get it. If you think you're going to screw up a kid, don't have them. Don't, yeah. But the fact that a mother said that, it's like, oh no, a woman said that. It's like, oh my God, how dare you say that? And it's like, the thing in my life that is going to be most important is not me being a mother. It's about the impact that I leave on the world. If that mm-hmm. comes out of my womb... Then it comes out of my womb. But if, yeah. it, what, if it doesn't, I need to know I was here whether I had a kid or not. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think the scrutiny behind even a mother being all a woman could ever possibly be that's important enough to even acknowledge is just mm-hmm. too much pressure yeah. on women. And I think that's why the ones keep them. I said that before to, um, to, to Emerald one time. It was like, I think right, right when she had um, the baby. And I was like, you know... You have to take care of yourself. I, I'm not because we were having a conversation. She was complaining about something, like something just was the word. I'm, wasn't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but mm-hmm. my thing is you have to take care of yourself. I was like because you ha- you have officially now had two very important things that women are supposed to just be all about at this point. Yeah. Your wife, yep, mm-hmm. and now you've become a mother. a mother. So your whole life is supposed to float around your husband and supposed to float yep. around your baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to take care of you. You're literally no good to either one of these men. She has a son. No good to either one of these men if you're fucked up in the head, yep. right? And and no one ever really kind of processes that. Like, she needs, when you is need she like a five-minute time out. Whatever yes. it is, you need to do that. Yes. And so whatever you need to do, for some, and I have to kind of be mindful of that maybe a woman does feel better, like one the ones that just have naked. Maybe it is just for the attention, right? Maybe. And maybe she just wants to have yeah. somebody whistle it down the fuck aisle number two, whatever, just to make her feel nice about <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just feel like I, I hate seeing people jump on that and I want women to be a little more supportive to women in that situation because there's a lot of women in the comments ju- too going off about it and it like, you don't need to be like that because yeah. just because she dresses this way is not to say she doesn't take care of her fucking kids the two don't correlate like one does not automatically yeah. mean the other so why right. give this lady so much shit because Listen. and right. what she had on the picture she had on literally one uh, like you asked about the matching outfit she had on like a burgundy tie with the pants but it was like a crop top but it was fitting yeah. and she looked Great, right? And it was like, well, bitch, if you work out like that, wear what you want. Is. She had like three of them. Wear what you want. You look phenomenal. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, I, I, I love that though. I love that you guys feel that way, and yeah. I hope that all women, you know, check yourself whenever you notice that. I'm not saying because me, you know, my opinion is what it is. I don't care. I don't like the word being judged because I don't feel judged about anything. Like yeah. you say something to me about that. The only way you can feel judged is if you agree in some type of way. I need you to like well, think feel about judged that. and be judged are different. You don't you, feel but, it, but, but I can you, judge you. You but don't feel it though. But that's the point. So then it doesn't matter. But right. it doesn't but it, matter, you know, right? If you if you judge yeah. me, oh Leah, you're so this and that. I don't 
care about none of that. But that's the, that's a response to me judging. So but that's, but that's all that matters. You judging me, that's how you feel. If you want it, like, right. it's not fucking up your head by judging me. It's fucking up my head by agreeing by letting feeling you away about what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. If I don't care about what that is, right. I'm the half-naked mom with the titties and ass out, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, like, how could you dress like that? Because if anything, you just disgust it at this point. Like, why would you do that, bitch? Right, right, right. With your kids right there, and I'm just like, the only reason for me to sit there, well, bitch, you don't know about me, you don't know my life, whatever. This is a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing for me to defend. True, true, true. Yeah. This is my body, my clothes, my kids. Absolutely. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Yep. Go get your chicken, bitch. Right, like, you right, know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the judge thing. The judge thing doesn't work for me. It, everyone gets opinions. Yeah. The right. whole, the first opinion, every time you smile, you judge automatically. I've mm-hmm. judged Erica automatically. Felt like, yeah. okay, why is she always around? I didn't, yeah. That was it. I didn't have anything else to say. Mm-hmm. Right. But that was... It was for Erica to feel a certain kind of way about it now. And if anything, I was the one offended more so. Erica kind of peeped it, I guess. So she was yeah. Like, oh, and it wasn't yeah. even said. Yeah, yeah, you know. And that was an unsaid judgment. Right. Because right. I didn't tell you how they felt. Yeah. Right. And, she nope. me, and I so. didn't tell you. Cause, yeah. yeah. Listen. <laughs> one thing about me, sis, I know what needs to be said and what doesn't need to be said. Yeah. Why be the person? To always kind of blow shit up when it's unnecessary. Yeah. If people are feeling, let them feel and don't pass it on. Like, don't pass it on. Keep it to yourself. Nod. Hmm. Don't agree. Because that means you're a part of it. You just kind of nod and say, really? Well, why? Never give your opinion. I'm trying to help y'all. Because a lot of people get caught up in stuff like that. Even if we having this mother conversation. And then let's just say somebody was like, well, Micah was talking about moms. And she and said it to you. Mikey, you feel that way? No, 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 no. I was just, I, I you just, know, yeah. like just happen, small stuff like and that. that. Mm-hmm. It's not your place, bitch. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like, it's small stuff like that. You this, know, like yeah. that's the thing. People need to realize when it's not their place. Yeah. However, they don't, and they feel like they can just say and no. do anything, and it's not okay. And my thing is, they don't think about the repercussions of that and either. Like you do that it. because, like yeah. you just said, somebody heard that you were having this conversation with Erica, yeah. And then mm-hmm. someone brings it to me. Oh, well, Micah was saying this, 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 right. this, this just fucking happened, Micah. Yeah. It doesn't come over well because the first thing I would ask is, what are you trying to accomplish by point? telling me this? I'm right. gonna obviously have beef with Micah at this point. Right. If, if. I felt that way about myself. I yeah. feel like I dressed perfectly fine. Oh, she ain't talking about me? Yeah. Right. And then there's nothing to she, say. There's nothing to be concerned. Right. She's not talking nothing. about this. is true. Yeah. Promise off. All right. Good job, kids. Um, all right. This, so this kind of blends into that. And I, I, I posted this the other day because it had me dying laughing. It said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but be a hoe until you're appreciated. I've seen that shit. You're so aggy. Oh, get this hella down. That got to remind me. I can't do that. All right, y'all. I'm suffering from vertigo at this point, and it's still not all the way gone. It's a very old lady thing of me to have going on. But anyway, so um, I posted that, and I had a few guys that are sluts that I know of comment, go ahead and do that shit if you want to. And yeah, y'all always trying to do that type of stuff or whatever. And so, so I need to speak my piece on this. I'm, I'm... I'm the farthest thing from what I guess a stereotypical stereotypical hoe would be, right? Like, I hardly even talk to niggas, like, literally even speak. So, fine. But what bothers me about this so much is that we take hoe-ass niggas all the time, right? 
And so you're trying to tell me if this, because the, the idea I really got from this is stop making commitments when you're not committed. That's really how I took it. I didn't yeah. take it as go yeah. be a hoe, go right. suck seven dicks right. today. Right. But to be honest, Maybe if that's nice. what Let's... she wanted to do, because we've had that conversation on a podcast before. Why is she a hoe? Because she wants to, to fuck somebody. She wants to fuck this guy and go on by her business. Well, how does that make her a hoe? Right? And so that, that was an argument. It's very debatable. How does that make you a hoe? Because you feel like fucking a nigga you want to date with. Yeah. But a guy would easily call her hoe, but we get called hoes for less, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, we get called sure. hoes for replying to niggas in our inbox. Yeah. If I'm talking to five niggas that I've never even seen, I'm yeah. a hoe for that. Yeah. So it's so much pressure on us to be like the epitome of like style and grace and class while you niggas literally fucking sisters, cousins, sometimes the kid and her mama if they old oh, enough. Like no. just all type of disrespectful <laughs> shit that oh. you just expect us to take you through that and it be okay and we're just expected to be the epitome of everything. Now, that was something that we talked about before. We're supposed to be, like, smarter, which we are. Yeah. And But we're supposed to just be the better ones. So you're not supposed to do that. Fuck you. Selfish. Right. Nigga. That's so selfish. Like, what the selfish. fuck is that? And you going, you're only, men only going along with it because that's what somebody told them to do. If we being real. If, if we keeping it 100. Like, everybody got scripts. Every label has a script, right? A woman has a script. You mm -hmm. follow this shit. If you get out of it, then okay. Uh-huh. You know, you're considered whatever. A man, you have to love vagina. And you have to have it constantly. That's mm -hmm. what makes you a man. And you have to be able to lie to multiple women and talk about it to your friends to seem like a... Y'all following this fucking script, yeah. right? So, looking if stupid. that's... It, looking, stupid. looking stupid. So, my thing is... <laughs> and I've dumb. even heard a lot of girls have even gotten more savage than guys have gotten. Because we do it better yes, than y'all. we're better. So, yes. if we're already in... Mm -hmm. Sorry. If we are the superior... We are smarter. We are superior. This right? Is not for, mm. Then that means whatever we do that you do, if it's not physical, because I'm just going to be real... Physically, testosterone makes you guys stronger because that's science, right? That's biology. Absolutely. Uh, we have nothing to do with that. And a woman who wrestled a man gotten her ass knocked out, and I feel like she I just should have just stayed in her lane. Yeah, but anyways, I, I digress. <laughs> um, when you decide <laughs> to follow those scripts, right, and then you get totally just sidetracked because women are going to do it better than you. I've heard of 20-year affairs and it was only found out because a woman told him, I can't live a lie anymore. <laughs> you feel me? She could have rolled it out. She could have rolled it out, bro. Today oh was 50, like, like 50 years of marriage. She could have told him that on a dying bed. Yeah. It was no sign of affair. Yeah. She was holding out for 20 years. 20 years. No man on earth can do that. No man. No man. Nope. No married Absolutely man. Right. Definitely not. Nope. But I'm just saying. So, like, Idiot. it's very selfishly, for one. And I heard, boom, I think I sent you this. Did I send it to you? I'll tell you. This guy, it was a podcast. And he was having a conversation with the yes. girls around the yes. table. Boom. Remember, he was, like, four or five. Boom. And, sorry. And they, I would say they, like, mid-twenties early thirties and he was like if i meet a girl and she tells me and then i'm asking her how many dudes she slept with i'm expecting to hear four or five the, the girl asked she was like how many is too many would you how say? many is too many and he was yeah. like four she or said five. four what or five and she was like the mind fuck? you like i said these are mid-twenties early thirties You've been on the planet. Excuse me. You've been smashing six, 16. I'm just going to give everybody yeah. the average base 16. Good That's number. when you lost your virginity. Mm -hmm. Whatever. 16. And you're 32. <laughs> right? 
And so we're thinking about being single. We're thinking about college years, people who went away, people who stayed home, people who had really bad breakups, which is with the fucking everybody. Like there's so many different scenarios that happen that people just keep adding bodies. Right. Because that's the circle of life. Yes. yes, Right. So my thing is, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And first of all, he wasn't he didn't want even to catch. You know, she was lying to him. The fuck. And I think anybody who asks, you should, like Drake said. She says three. Multiply that by what? By three? Did that he was, say that? Um, that was J. Who Cole. said that? J. Cole said that? She says you only fuck by four or five niggas, so you know I got to multiply by, by three. three. That's J. Cole. Boom. J. Cole. There it goes. Yeah. And so my thing is, you're never really going to get the real answer, are you? But they said so, that, and to me, that's not true. I'd give the real answer. I hear ask, you. But I get Anomaly. You. If you smash so twenty five, would you lie? Like if you I, I didn't smash twenty five. I was but, definitely if you fuck thirty, let's say you fuck thirty niggas in these thirty years, right? And I really want him, and I feel like he's gonna judge me for that. I'm gonna say ten. Hmm. And then that and only then because really, right, yeah. of and what right, it if comes I was off, really fucking off, I don't know if I'm like. I mean, I had fifty niggas, but it wasn't really nothing. I had fifty. You don't smash fifty niggas in your life, and your nigga asks, and you go like. Honestly, I fuck 50 guys. You're going to say it like 50, that? You're 51. <laughs> you're going to say it like that, and you're the last. And you're going to smile. Right. Gonna like, you're my forever. You're my, you're my forever, So babe. you mean I came out to 49? Like, that's all he going to no, think baby, about. No, baby, you came out to 50. You're 51. Right. You're 51. <laughs> Boom. So, like, when, when I think about stuff like that, honestly, it's not fair. And I think it's not realistic. And I think any man, and no shade, because there are women who've only smashed two men in their whole entire life, yes, and they're no damn near 39. Shout out to y'all, and I know y'all virgins so to this day. Shout mm-hmm. out to Me y'all. Too. I know 30 yeah. year old virgins. I don't think I know any, but yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all. And that's yeah. what's up. That's your way. And no shade. But oh, to, I do. To men who literally sit around here and just totally desensitize the fact that sexuality is like such a major part of life. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah, it is a part of life. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm horny, man. What's wrong with you, boy? What's your thing, E? Go. Okay. So, um, me, obviously, if someone was to ask me, or if my partner was to ask me, I would be okay with telling them how many people I slept mm-hmm. with. Um, however, I wonder why. Right. I wonder why. If it was 50. Let's say it was what like 35. Was, yeah. No. I can't say that I'm going to fluidly come out and say, it's been 35, you're 36. Yeah. <laughs> you damn sure ain't going to say it that smooth. I'm not going to say that. Like, <laughs> but, I, but, okay. but again, I feel like, why not, though? Right. Because That's why when I, I ask him and he say around 50, and if I say around 36, we shouldn't have no damn problem. And, and this is where That's I feel like we got to put our foot down. We got Because this is where the posts come in. It's like everyone's so mad. I don't know who needs to hear this, but be whole until you appreciate it. It's just like, because what if what if this was, what if this is somebody like me writing this, right? Yeah. You know I don't mean go suck a whole bunch of dicks. Yeah. I would mean yeah. be, if you a hoe because you talk Being, to three different niggas, right. then be a hoe. Yeah. Right. All I'm missing is the parentheses but what? or the, yeah. quote, the quotation marks. But yeah. why is it got to be a hoe? I'm single. Like, I honestly, I keep. There's so many defenses. Keep going back to that. If I am single and I have no obligation to anyone, sexually or non-sexually, I am not breaking any commitments. No. So how am I doing anything wrong? You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I definitely. I I do get if you. I don't think it's safe. How about how about we should change the word? We should find a word for hoe that's not safe. Because I think if you have. Promiscuous is the, the nicer way. Nicer to say way. It. If yeah. you have sex with five people in a day, I don't think that's sanitary. 
it's different from me thinking it's okay. I don't think it's safe because it increases your chances to catch something. Yeah. Now, hopefully everybody is using condoms. Hopefully nobody slips up because out of that five people that you had sex with, I know at least one or two, you're comfortable with not using a condom. So if we're being realistic, like I know there are some guys in your life that you like, you know what? Fuck the condom. You know what? Just come on. <laughs> and then some nigga that you just met and he you, y'all knocked it off real good and he's so fine and y'all had a really good date and then he takes you to the beach and that's your spot because the moon is shining and shit and you're like, oh my God, the stars. I'm going to have sex. And he don't have a condom, but you do it anyway because you're fucking smitten by the moon. That happened and to you me just Tampa, smitten. But yeah. I made him go. We literally drove right. our ass to the gas station. And, and some got a people are not I like, like I had sex in so long, and I'm gonna just fucking make her all the yeah. Yeah. No. Some people don't want to ruin the moment. I get it. it was, ruin it the was moment. Tough, it's like, like no, oh my god, hot and heavy. Go get a condom. Hot and heavy from the gas station like, across the street. Like I'll be here. It's when you get like, that. I'll be here. <laughs> right. Soaking wet. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got sand blowing all up. Like it just sand. Things just ruin so yeah, i get there, but i don't know how many people would stop that you're right you know so i just think it's not safe to smash five people in one day yeah. and I, that may be extra but even smashing five people in a week it's just not safe that's just what i'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. maybe two two for right, everybody so listen, so listen to that so michael wouldn't call that a hoe if you fuck five niggas in, t- in, in a day i would definitely peg that in the whole category what i would say to you is what i always say you shouldn't driven. be worried about it because what i live by is don't do anything you'd be ashamed of somebody finding out about right. i felt that way since literally middle school so for a long time my biggest thing was oh my gosh i don't want anybody to know that dick has been in my mouth that is so crazy i put a penis in I'm a whore. My food chewer. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? That was it. And honestly, there's nothing else. Even to this day, like that's still like I don't want my mama to know. But okay. there's certain things, and and it could be sexual things that where it's like that. It may be difficult. Let's say I never tried it, and I, maybe maybe when I get married and freaky, I'll try anal or something like that. But I've never tried that. And my thing is like that would be something that I wouldn't want people to necessarily know. But at the same time, if it came out, it came out. Now, yeah. if I did have a moment where I fucked five niggas in one day, that may be a lot. My thing is if you're ashamed of that any type of way, then you probably shouldn't have fucking done it. True. Yeah. What? Well, how about this? We don't think about the psychology behind sex and what it means for some people and what it means for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, molestation plays a role in how heavy a woman is sexually mm-hmm. and also a man. Mm-hmm. And we already know how I feel about young boys being put on by their little, by their older brothers and their yeah. cousins and their fucking uncles. You always pushing older vagina mm-hmm. on 10 year olds because you're, you're just so afraid you of him being kids. homosexual. You're so afraid of him not being into women. Oh, you force crazy. him into sexual experiences yeah. way too fucking early with a woman that's damn near more than half his age. Yeah. You know, so if we think about the sexualization that happens with little kids and then you just get older carrying that same unhealthy ass sexual behavior when i get i don't know 14 i've been on what smash four or five niggas if i was molested by one of my uncles and then if i wasn't molested how about that and everybody in my house fucking off because everybody older than me and everybody's talking about it right so if it's so fluent and it's so like free whatever when I get to high school, if I like somebody, this is what you do when you like somebody. When y'all get alone, there's no there's no such thing as getting to know someone. I'm alone with you because I want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. I'm alone with you because I want to make out. Like, it was always a reason why you were alone with somebody. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't to get to know you. I don't want to, I didn't want to get to know a nigga to college. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Like, boyfriends are different. I always had one. But leading up to that point, it's just like, damn, he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow, his lips are so soft. Like, you're just so sexually 
charged. Yeah. So I'm really thinking about the psychology behind sex and why there are so many cases of promiscuity when it comes to women and men, but obviously women are... It's a lot worse, well, it, 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 but it's still, like a sex addiction. If it's like I'm trying to be nymphomaniac, you know, because that's the name for him. But yeah. or I'm also, hurting, and I'm trying to right. get and and pain to me release. If, that. It's, if it's on that, it's on a deeper level, and it, I wish I could somehow like have this like automatically like downloaded to phones because mm-hmm. even then it still kind of works the same way. Don't do anything you'd be ashamed people find out about. If you are somebody that is troubled by this, you have had molestation, or everybody around you is fucking, and you got whatever the psychological yeah. thing. Yeah, you got to ask yourself, okay, if I fuck. Five niggas today. Somebody finds Let's out. Say I'm I was molested yeah. by my dad or something like that. Mm-hmm. And or I fuck five niggas today. Mm-hmm. Would I feel away if people found out about this? Yes, I'd be embarrassed. Okay, yeah. it's probably best to not fuck five niggas. But yeah. you know they won't ask that and they'll feel better after doing Understood, it. Understood, right? But, that, but that's the point. These, these are people that I can't help. Am I saying? My no, no, yeah. For them. No, yeah. But, no, but, I definitely but, but, get then, it. but the, and then that's where I guess I can't. I can't even. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even know how to help them. Like that yeah. would definitely be a whole therapy but that's thing. What, we that's have to what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So like, if we think of it on that, because I just thought of it this because we've had this conversation many times but i just thought of it on the psychological aspect wow people Who knows all, why, women right? always blame having a father and i do know someone that is close that said when i get intoxicated i lose control mm-hmm. and i tend to do stuff that i regret the next day mm-hmm. and i didn't know that this person was going to verbally express that because we just have known this person to just be that way mm-hmm. yeah and then they said that out of nowhere when they weren't intoxicated and they were crying. So I'm like, mm. okay. So it's like trying to like understand why you're so sexually charged and why it's so easy for you to just have sex just with people. Like you yeah. shit. Like maybe something is wrong. Like you're looking for something definitely in the wrong place. Like you're yeah. trying to be fulfilled. Yeah. You're trying to seek some type of love connection and love with yeah. attention you know, yeah like yeah, that's what they're trying to do i just for, for anybody that if, if this is seeming kind of whatever to you maybe maybe it's connecting a little bit yeah i could taking it to this level if that's the case then don't even you can listen to this don't get offensive but you should probably really try therapy yeah at least absolutely. talk it out because they're trained to help you kind of diagnose these type of things right absolutely. and see why it could be that you're doing that like therapists they literally just sit there and you say what they you say listen. and they ask you why you feel this way right yeah and then they kind of help you break down why you're feeling the way you're feeling about stuff yeah if you can say that you don't have any past trauma or whatever mm-hmm. then i would say you're just an adult making poor decisions stop right. doing shit that you don't want people to find out That's about good. if fucking five niggas in one day is something that you do not want me to know don't then do don't do it don't because do you it. can't guarantee as niggas don't love to it. talk so you cannot guarantee that these niggas are not talking about all five diving in your pussy absolutely in the same day like just stop putting yourself in these situations to be objectified or to be talked about and disrespected by these fucking men that absolutely. aggravates me so fucking much right. and like, then stop. when that happens you can't get defensive. You can't you get put defensive. You fuck two homeboys. You fuck you two friends that you know are friends. Yeah. Right? No. Why would you sit there then and be like offended if it comes out? You shouldn't have fucking done it. You shouldn't have done And you knew this. Stop letting your pussy control you that much. Yeah. Then you your just, penis. Especially mm-hmm. the penis. Especially. Especially you niggas. Because oh. you're reckless. With I don't even know if the penis care for real. I can <laughs> feel like... <laughs> The niggas don't care where they go. The niggas don't they care. They want a wet, warm hole. The pictures would suck. Like, oh, my gosh. All right. That was beautiful, you lovely bitches. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go to this. Okay, what if you both have boyfriends? I do not. We'll start with you, Erica. What if your boyfriend gets invited to somewhere and you particularly were not? Like, it's just like, okay, you can come, but don't bring E. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... 
You're in a relationship and the other one does not get invited. Yeah. You don't get invited. So you, I don't get you invited. You don't get invited. They invite your boyfriend, but you cannot. Well, go. damn. I'm coming to you, man. <laughs> That's what, fucked what, up. What, yeah. That's fucked up. Duh. Okay. So how I'm set up, if you're going, I'm going. Okay. Mm, I'm sorry. The fuck? The fuck? I'm sorry. Especially if we're like in a like great committed relationship and they know me to be your girlfriend and they say like you're invited but she's not. Wait, wait, and for the record, this is not like a guy code, not like a guy's night type of thing. It's not like that. Like it's not like a whole bunch of niggas going out yeah. and then like don't be a girlfriend. Because honestly it's like yeah. you can't come all right. Fine. Yeah, like a birthday party. Yeah, but it's like a birthday party yeah. or a brunch or something like that. And other bitches come in and I can't go. Okay. I'm going. I don't give a fuck. I'm going. Like yeah. <laughs> or, or are you not? It's Sorry, that's it. So, it if you're not going as two, then you're not either. You will be home with oh, me. Oh, wow. Okay, vice versa. So, you're invited somewhere, and I specifically say he can't come. You going? Leah. <laughs> why my can't whole he come? Nigga. Yeah, explain like, yourself. This is my nigga. You see me with him every weekend. Like, why can't he come? Right. And then, and can then, he I come? Can, yeah, exactly. I don't even think I say, why can't he come? Like, Leah, can he come? Yeah. And then I'd have to be like, okay, why? Cause to me, I'm like, okay, bitch, why the fuck can't he come? I mean, he's so tall. I just <laughs> not an excuse. We'll be at three. We'll be at three. Dead. Okay, Mike. You invited your man. No, your man invited, and you in particular cannot come. He, he was told that you cannot be. Don't you know? <laughs> I'm different. Go I'm ahead, wrong. I'm You know what? Yeah, Honestly, if I was invited somewhere and they no, no, it's not about you. Him. He was invited and I wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. That's just what it was. Um, the first thing I'm going to think, obviously, they're not my friends. Um, they're probably uh, they're probably someone I haven't met. But even if they are someone that I met, I know how I am with my friends in my in our time. And what will happen in that space that may not happen if I bring my girl. I mean, if I bring my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so okay, I'm thinking so can the vice versa. I can see the vice versa because I'm in the vice versa. So it'll be yeah. easier for That's me to be. And another thing. I haven't experienced it yet. The so way that me and Willie kind of work, like, I don't have to be everywhere Willie is. And he doesn't have to be everywhere that I am. Like, I think because we're just two, we're really different. Like, I'm very outgoing and very, like, blah, blah, blah. Willie mm-hmm. is, too. But he does the physical work that he does on a regular day basis. I think it does not allow him to have as much energy as I have. Because mm-hmm. he's a physical, he's a personal trainer. Yeah. He's always sit. doing push-ups sit. or sit-ups or burpees or whatever. Like, he's he has a physical lifestyle. Um, but I do, I don't think I would be offended now if he tells me a specific person that I've had maybe past trauma with. I'll say trauma. <laughs> I've had past trauma with. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, babe, so such and such is having this. And, you know, I'll be back. He's not going to say it in a way that I'm not invited. He's yeah. going to say, I'll be back. Yeah. He's going to say it in a way that I'm. he doesn't want to say I was going to ask that. How do you think he, right. man would say that He to would you? definitely yeah. say it like it's not like an exclusion. Yeah, but yeah. a definitely, hey, I'll see you when I get back type thing. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, okay. I don't ask where you're going because he tells me. And then I don't ask who's going to be there because I just don't ask who's going to be there. So what you think? How do you think he would say it to you? Like, how would you think he proposed it to you by not saying, oh, by the way, Erica, you're not invited? Yeah. Like, hey, ba-. And, and they're never going to say that. And that's a, and honestly, yeah, and never, honestly never and in your situation, it. it may be tougher because yeah. if he comes down to see you or you go to see him, it's just mm-hmm. like, we don't live in the same state already. I got to right? go. So it's like, I got, nigga, I'm here to see you. How the fuck you about to just you, dip out on a bitch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be hard. Let's say it when you guys finally do live together, right? And yeah. y'all going on like year two. 
mm-hmm. and you to try to try to put yourself in that. Have you ever lived with a guy before? No, never. So this is gonna be this is a lot of news for you. Yeah. Uh, well, see if you can put yourself in that place. Yep, I'm there. I have all the plants around. And the, yep. rivers <laughs> the river. The river. The river's upstairs. The running river. Um, you know, see if you can like. Okay, he's but it, it, look. No, it's not running. No, river. it's about to. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a pee tinkle. That was a pee tinkle. Yeah, but just how do you think he would say it then? How do you think he'd word it? Because you know he won't say, hey, you're not invited. You can't come. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I'm even trying to think of like conversations we had. I don't know how he would say it. I do know that if that was the case, he just wouldn't go. Right? That's what I'm thinking. If, if I couldn't yeah. go, he would not go. It's yeah. just like, okay, we're not going. I have a story. Because he may be offended. How you just going to tell my bitch can't come? Right. Listen. What type of shit is that? Especially if it ain't no guy night thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So listen you to know? this. We all have different friend groups for different things. Like right. Leah, we has, that, Leah yeah. has her party friends mm-hmm. now for the Caribbean parties. Um, mm-hmm. I've always had a different group for different things because mm-hmm. not everybody, you know, comes yeah. in a circle. But um, this was early on in our relationship and... I remember him calling me. He was like, hey, babe. I was like, hey. And then he was like, oh, I'm about to go to happy hour with such and such, blah, blah, blah. So he said the name as if I knew the name. Yeah. And so I automatically get aggravated because I'm like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to Brother Sasquatch. So, yeah, I'm going to happy hour with such and such there in town, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. Like, I don't like to make things a big deal on the phone because I can't diffuse it. Yeah. I think it can go one or two ways. That's yeah. so smart. So I just, I don't let well, my... Well, I gotta learn that for my yeah. next nigga. It's, it's, I'll be low. Now, like your ass it, right it takes a lot. It's hard. It <laughs> takes a lot, and you will have slick moments, because I was still slick. Because dumb shit, Mike, be like, nigga, you don't fucking play You're right. with me. But, okay, when it's like that, then you have to, yeah, okay, okay, you know, but you. when it, if it's not blatant disrespect, or it doesn't seem like they're trying to get over, they're just trying to, like, kind of, like... You gotta do what you gotta do. Put something over, like, oh, let me just put a little coat on this, and we yeah. talk about it later. Um, but I sensed because because when you start knowing someone, you know their mannerisms, you know their the mm-hmm. inflection in their voice, the tone changes, yep. all that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of sped through it, but it was a nervous <laughs> sped. It wasn't like I'm please trying to hide me, something. Please don't exit. Yeah, it wasn't like I'm trying to hide something. It was just like I wonder how this she's gonna take it because I've never said it before since we've been together type thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh okay, have fun. Yeah. I'm aggravated. Yeah. And so he was like, okay. He was like, okay, I'll call you. Technically passive aggressive. Low key. I'll tell you what happened. So I was like, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, have fun. You know, catch up. I don't even talk like that anyways. I'm about to say. And mind you, this is the first situation. This never happened. I don't know any of his friends out of anything other than Dominic. I didn't know anybody, whatever. So I said, okay, cool. So I got the phone. I'm like, huh. Happy hour, huh? And I'm like, okay, all right, okay, you're coming from a non-trusting place, okay, let's just suspect that he's getting together with people from fam, and they're going to have a good time. I've done things like that, but I say I'm going with my friends from school. I'm not naming everybody, because you don't know them. Yeah. So why would I name them, right? I'm going to hang out at this spot, at this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, happy hour implies that it's open. Mm -hmm. It doesn't imply that it's closed. It's not a private party. Why can I come to happy hour? Yeah. Right? So yeah. when you I don't like up, to drink. When yeah. I come That's what we do. You're, I'm so you're just right. the drinker. So when I hung yes, up the phone, I'm just like the fuck? I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm I'm not it's three o'clock. I'm not doing anything. Like I'm done with my day. I'm done driving. Blah blah blah. But whatever. So he called me like an hour and a half. I was con now, I wanted to call him so bad. 
I'm and so just say who you. are your friends like I, I just wanted to say that but I was really you aggravated felt it. yeah you felt how you and were gonna like, sound oh my god <laughs> 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 right so I like don't do it so he called me like an hour and a half later he was like hey babe now he, now, he wasn't lit but I know because he's not a drinker, he's a smoker. So when he called back, he did sound slurred. Yeah. But it wasn't to the point where he just had, oh, such a good time. He had too many shots. It wasn't like that. Yeah. So, like, when he talked, it was just like, oh, yeah, I had a good time. It was great catching up with those guys, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of, like, named everybody then. He was like, yeah, you know, I went to school with her. And then he was my first roommate. And So he just kind of, like, went down the list just genuinely. Just It just kind of came out. Yeah. So I took a deep breath. I was like. Good. This is a nice little test, Hi. but I was flaring. Like I was literally like, y'all ever seen an episode of Family Guy where it was like, "Inflatable <laughs> flaring air guy." Michael was doing that shit. Inflatable flaring air guy. Bruh, that was me. But I get it. It it's almost like you want to get upset at the people who are throwing it because you know they have a, a significant other at this point. Yeah. But then there's still people who think you don't have to do everything with your spouse. Yeah. Like everything ain't for the couples. So yeah. Sometimes it's okay to invite Can you. Can we talk more about that? Let's do it. Let's let's, do what do you think, Leah? <laughs> oh, if it happened to me. Okay, so yes. if my guy was invited. Um, the person I can think about is the last person I was the closest Bree's relationship father. I had. The one that you replied to him was just like, oh, I felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. him. Uh-huh. So he was a smoker. Like Bree's father. Yes, Bree's father. <laughs> <laughs> So um, he had a group of friends and they would just kind of, and I know everybody in that group, like not personally close, but if I see him, we'd hug and we'd say hello. Mm -hmm. So, but he would hang out with them. These are his friends to be fair. And they would just be over there just smoking their weeds and drinking their, drinking their Hennessy's. And I'm like, why doesn't everybody like me over there? So I'd be like, my God, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. He still lived over here at the time, so it's probably a little easier, but that bothered me. I just saw Snapchat. I hate Snapchat for always. Mm. Reminded me back when I had oh. a nigga oh. and all I talk. So it was literally like two weeks ago. It was me, no, probably like, yeah, like two or three weeks ago. Me and Tasha was in there and Tasha kept farting for whatever reason in that oh, episode. And then so I kept, gassy. and the snap, I'm just like, why hasn't he called me? Like, it's 420. It's for 420. Mm. And you were just like, bitch, you want us to stay here tonight? Because you was just really doing the most. And Tasha was like, we could spend the night. It's okay. I was like, I mean, like, why didn't he invite me? Like, why can't I come over there? Yeah. And remember, we went to that park thing out, mm-hmm. and your, the macaroni guy, what's his name? Yes, Shout him girl. Out. We got free macaroni. Shout him out. What's the um, House of Mac? Reggie. House of Mac. Shout out to Reggie. House of Mac. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was that whole thing, and it was just so funny. So, if it was something where... Me particularly, I'm not invited because that's not that's what I want us to be in the thing of like okay, you can come like Mike, like Erica can't come. Though. It's a specific, yeah, right. And then I guess if anything, it would just be how you felt about it. But your man would be the first line of defense in that, and then he would know. So like, think about you watch Insecure. Yes. Okay, so think about it's Lawrence, but it's the light skinned one that's with Leah, and he was like, all right, you can come, but you can't bring Issa. You know, yeah, if it's he's him, shady. he's shady, but yeah. it's like Lawrence isn't the I'm gonna cheat on you type of nigga. Right. Like, Lawrence kind of like. Why would she come to that? Because when y'all be together, y'all be. And I, right. I like him, honestly, because he's just real. He's like, look, I don't feel like seeing y'all kissing the fuck right now. So right. Like, she can't come. Yeah. And it's like, nigga, what you mean? And so,
But Issa or the whoever girl, whatever, for a friend like that, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get offended. Because your nigga probably would already talk to you about him. About it. Time. Yeah. Right. You know how he is, they'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. It's just like Dominic. You know Dominic, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Dominic saying, for whatever, not that he is that way, but if he was, you wouldn't be offended by it because you know him. And you'd be like, yeah. right, whatever. You can go hang out with him. And yeah. whatever friend your boyfriend has mm-hmm. in that space, yeah. it'd be like, Oh, I'm not gonna lie to that. Uh, okay, all right, yeah. well, probably bye. Because yeah. you know you think you love your nigga, you trust your nigga, yeah. so it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. In my situation, Bree's daddy, um, he, I've been him many times. He cheated on me all the time around these same exact niggas. So it's just like, you know, if anything, at that point, it was just a thing on me. Why are you fucking with this nigga? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just let this nigga go. Yeah. That's what eventually happened. Right. Now, I did have a flip side where when I was with Dora's dad, there was something that Tarsha was having at Natalie's at the time, and she specifically told me Manny couldn't come. And so it was difficult because I was like, all right, whatever. Me and Manny had just, just, just mm-hmm. got back to him. Like, space. I was still aggravating with him. Got back yeah, like, yeah. That was after the whole Facebook crying thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, Manny, we can talk for, like, whatever. So I was coming because y'all had a few. I never came to any of them. Like, I've been all them in there, remember? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to finally just go because y'all told me about it. And... He made such a big fit about it because Tarsha specific, particularly specifically said, I'm sorry, that he can't come. And so I was feeling both ways because it was just like, I kind of get it because they were having an issue at the time. Um, and to mm-hmm. be fair, she was wrong. He didn't do anything dramatic to her. She just didn't like something that he heard that he mentioned to her or whatever. But he didn't do anything. And mm-hmm. then in the same breath, I was like, okay, I get it. I don't want to force her to have to be around somebody she don't feel like dealing with. I, I wasn't with this nigga, what? Yeah. A week ago. Right. Um, but then same thing was like, okay, but he is my nigga now and like how offended would I be if he was invited somewhere mm-hmm. and said I So that's changes. Specifics. Yeah. 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 But that's the point. Specifically yeah. she can't come, right? And so um I ended up not going, and I was so aggravated. Because my thing is then, by making such a big deal about it and making me not go, I'm going to be here with you, but I'm going to be aggravated as fuck the whole time. And my mom, I was staying with my mom in Weston at the time. That's right when I had left my apartment. And I was staying with my mom at Weston at the time. And my mom was like, oh, Leah, that's messed up. Like, you can't do that. Like, how can she just say he can't come? And I was like, well, me and him just got back together. They're not really on the best of terms. She's like, it doesn't matter, though. Mm-hmm. Bird specifically say he can't come. Like, that's not okay. Especially because he's at, he's in Weston with me. Right. right. And it's like, I mean, you know, that's that's not okay. So my mom and him gave me this whole, it's not cool thing. And I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. So I did feel away about it, too. And I ended up telling her, I was like, that's not okay. And so... She's done that. She's actually done that to me again with Bree's dad, mm-hmm. which she's very close with. And then she ended up changing her mind on it. I said, well, it's too late because this nigga's already offended. And so and that's yeah. another problem, too, because in the case of your guy, yeah. he then can possibly cause tension between y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. your nigga is trying to still be cool with his friend. Yeah. He's trying to also respect his girl. But it's like, why put me in this situation? Because mm-hmm. she put me and him in a situation, right? This was for the fucking Aruba trip. So it was kind of like, this shit's kind of, like, sticky. Yeah. And so my thing was, like, I, for the Aruba one anyway, with, with Breeze Dead, that's going to be his name now, with Breeze Dead, mm-hmm. um, I have to go. Like, I cannot go. It's my best friend or whatever. And this has been playing out for a while. He was like, it is what it is. And then she ended up saying, okay, we well, can come. And I was like, well, it's too late. And I told her, though, like, it was offensive that she did that. Because at that time, me and his nigga were on amazing terms for however long. Yeah. And you can't do this. You're putting an issue in our situation. And she was like, only wanted... Particularly people, to, uh, people came on the other trip or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but you invited so and so and so and so and so. These are four people that weren't there. Yeah. Right. So you're particularly taking him out, and you're making it difficult for me. Yeah. And then she apologized. She's like, oh, okay, I didn't think about it that way. And she was doing this solely off of however she felt about him, but they had kind of resolved whatever they had, so it was mm-hmm. just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, she doesn't, she, she didn't want him there. 
Like, that's just kind of what it was. Yeah. So it would have been better to just kind of just say, I don't, I don't want them there. there. Yeah. Instead right. of saying, no, I don't want people who came on the last trip. That mm-hmm. doesn't work because boom, right. boom, boom is coming and they weren't and there. And they weren't there. It just, there's too many holes in it. And then I yeah. have to then tell my nigga because he, once I said, oh, Ruba's coming up. It was just like, all right, all them, I've never been to Ruba. That'd be nice to go. Mm-hmm. I just said it. She mentioned it around all of us. And then now I have to break it to my nigga. Oh, by the way, you, can, you nigga, can't go. You can't come. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sugarcoat it. I was like, she said you can't come. They knew just before I knew either one of them. So y'all figure it out. But right. she said you can't come. And he yeah. was like, that's fucked up. And I was like, sorry. It is fucked up. No, but I, I felt terrible. You said I mean, it, yeah. it. was like, sorry, should have been fucking <laughs> up. But yeah. with this one, it was just like, yeah, that is a Yes, that's a lot. So there's a lot of possibilities there. It makes it difficult. It could, you know, put a little tension for y'all. Yeah. And y'all's man. Right. You know? So you say you want to talk more about it. What part? Oh, the, every, the friends. Like your, your couple don't have to come to everything or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so first. couples, you don't always have to couple. Yes. It's yeah, okay yeah. to do we'll things singularly. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. Go. Yeah. So I agree with that, Micah. Mm-hmm. However. However. I don't like saying, <laughs> but... um. Hmm. However, what if your partner don't agree with that and they like feel the opposite way? Like we should do everything together. Compromise is the word you're looking for. Yes, and what I will also say, I think it's very important for every couple, coupling, spouse, marital status, whatever it is. This was an individual before you became one. That's real. And I think it's very important to maintain individualism, mm-hmm. meaning my friends are my friends, yeah, and your friends are your friends, yeah. In that case, if I know that I'm going to want to go somewhere with all of my girls. Now, mind you, I have never kind of been the one to tell someone they can't bring their dude. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I automatically assume That's you're true. not going to bring them. Yeah. And when I say that, it's because we've had such a girl-driven group for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think someone has always had a boyfriend at some point in time in this whole situation that we've had and i've never had to say don't bring such and such and maybe because i like them all to a certain extent and or maybe i could stand them enough to don't i not care if they're in my presence i've never done i don't care Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. um because everybody acts the same way and i don't i don't mind i'm just different i don't don't care but when you want to be free and you want to say what you want to say to your friends yeah if I haven't seen you in months, I don't want to see you and your nigga. That's just me. But I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Hey, let's hang out. I want to go to this place mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. All you know is it's just me. Yeah. I've had this happen to me multiple times. People, Why wouldn't you say it? People. Huh? Why won't I you th- say it? I just thought it was a given. If you know that this person probably isn't a given, then what? Like, you know, I'm going to bring couch pillow well then i but but then i would say i said i think we should have a best friend meetup i'll okay, just say it you know you. so yeah, it's different I say, I was like i want you to say yeah it. like yeah. i would definitely like, just say hey don't like don't bring this nigga hey, today you know let's just let it be me and you and i yeah. still wouldn't say don't bring your nigga i just said let it be me and you yeah. so i would and, and yeah. i don't know yeah. why my wording wouldn't be that but let it let it just be us i haven't mm-hmm. seen in a long time let's catch up i got some shit to tell you i cannot speak freely this is happening to or me. another sugar-coated way you can say it because that is sugar-coated ish but this is very sugar-coated oh my gosh i can't wait for it to just be me and you out have a drink yeah. it's been so that's long subtle. That's I'm, subtle. Not do that. I'm like can you can just please be me and you like i got a lot i don't going on. i'm gonna I feel don't. it right now do not bring a nigga that would like that's, go it's over somebody's head for real because yeah it still could, it could. be me and you with him and him <laughs> it could. but i get that but but like i said like leah so leah and i are totally different i don't like offending people when yeah. it comes to their relationship yeah. and shit like that because 
it's sensitive for everybody. This person may not have had a boyfriend for seven years. Yeah. And then they finally get one. Mm-hmm. The fuck am I? Like, uh, this is what yeah. I'm thinking. I'm like, wow, she's been waiting on this moment yeah. for so long. Yeah. And then this this person finally messes with all of us. I'm not going to say it. But I've never had to. But, wait, it's also happened with the girl. It wasn't the boyfriend. They mm. brought a friend that they didn't say that was coming. Ooh, and that's oh happened most... And that has happened multiple times. So, like I said, me just saying, hey, let's us hang out. Let's go to lunch. Yeah. I'm assuming that you respect what I just said enough to know that it's just us. Yeah. If I didn't say, hey, I'm about to wrangle up the girls and we about Mm -hmm. to go hit up this. I didn't say that. I called you specifically Mm -hmm. and I asked you, let's do lunch. What the F does that mean? Yeah. And I think it's selfish. And sometimes in those relationships, like you said, one of the partners don't agree. Yeah. And they didn't. Why are, why are you going without me? I'm coming. And so to avoid an argument, hey, hey, and I they know like that, that I'm not going to care. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Okay, shit. come on. Because Micah ain't going to care. Because Micah doesn't care, usually. Right, 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 right. And I'm not going to make a fuss because Micah usually doesn't make a fuss. Yeah. But when, I'm, when I really need the one-on-one, yeah. I literally say, I want to have lunch with my best friend. Yeah. I just say exactly what that is yeah. without excluding anyone. Right. I just go... Straight to mm-hmm. you and me. Let's have okay. me and you time. No, okay, so that's what I want to ask you that on that. So, to me, let's say I bring my couch nigga everywhere. You wouldn't say to me, you'd still feel nervous saying to me, do not bring your boyfriend. Not nervous. I wouldn't say it. I said, let's me and but you, that's let's what go I'm to asking. lunch. Why would, you, why would it, why, because. It doesn't matter. Whoever it is, like I said, it was a girl and a boy. No, but that's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. There's friends that I have that I wouldn't say that to because I don't know them in that type of way. And if anything, I would have to, I, this is me trying to be um, a more, a less blunt version of myself than I am mm-hmm. to accommodate to them because I don't know them. And right. again, I don't want to offend them. I don't feel like I should offend you by saying, don't bring Willie. I want to talk to you only. Yeah. Like literally just like that. Don't remember I just want to talk to you because you're my best friend and you know right. that already. So you shouldn't be offended or flabbergasted or shook it because it's but they're, you. But they're going to be. But see, that's the thing. Because it's their, it's their half. But we but we talked about that. And we talked about it where as best friends, you should already know that nothing I say to you in any type of way would be taken in that type Unless of way. Unless you already feel a way about it. That's what I'm saying. So right. then, again, to back what I'm saying, I have, would have no problem saying it to you because I don't expect you to feel away yeah, about it. But I, I expect I you just, to know. But I just don't. I, do, I just don't. I'm asking you. Why? To me, yes. Or why? Like, if I did it to you, would that offend you? Mike, I want to go to lunch. It's just me. You don't bring Willie. No. Just because you said don't bring Willie. But, but that's what I'm saying. I want to go to lunch with you. Mm-hmm. Why does that involve anyone else? You, yeah, you don't. That's do what that. I'm saying. You don't do that. So, so it's, at it's the, hard that, to but, ask but, you so that. that's you what don't I'm, do it's, that. it's difficult because I say what I mean. Yeah. Let's go to raw sushi together. Mm-hmm. I don't have to exclude or bring up anyone else. Yeah. Unless you have a history of doing of doing like that. that. Yeah. Which this friend had a history, and not just with her boyfriend, with, with other people. Other people. Yeah. yeah. And so my thing was, and maybe they couldn't get those people to and, understand. And right. it was the other people that mm-hmm. they didn't want to hurt, and they knew that Micah wouldn't mind. Right. And that's so that's why. Right. Hey, hey guys, fair to you. Hey. And then you just let hey. it slide. This is Stop the life. It. This is the life I've lived for. I don't a very like long that time. shit. I don't like that either. That's right. not okay. Don't hey, it hasn't happened since 2014. We're good. That's good. Okay. Good. But like I said, it's just because I am a go with the flow type person. Yeah, I'm yeah. open with having conversation with whoever's around mm-hmm. unless <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> STD. I, don't know. Yeah. I just got to think like it just really has to take something serious. But like I said, so Leah, yes, 
No, I wouldn't have said because I thought what I said was exclusive, mm-hmm. uh, exclusive unless this person keeps bringing people to our hangouts. Yeah, they got a history and I literally to deal with it. Yeah, I literally had to say, why do you keep bringing him? Why do you keep inviting her? If I didn't say that, I had to say that. Like that took yeah. a lot to do too. So what, what do you think you would need to do then in that situation where you mm-hmm. have one partner that? understands the me and them me and my other friends time and then the other partner that feels like nah they have to understand individual individual what do you think right i I honestly that's how i feel feel like you just have to understand before i got in a relationship with you or before we even create this friendship like i said it was just it was just me right i was just my own individual self especially like specifically for myself i've been on my own forever so all i know is myself you know like all Mm -hmm. i know is myself and what i like to do so to add somebody to that and you feel like you need to go everywhere or be a part of this, that's not going to be my norm. That's not my norm. That's right. not what I know. So mm-hmm. I guess there will be something that we would have to talk about, mm-hmm. obviously. Maybe I would have to adapt to. In yeah, make some compromises. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So I'm cool with that, but... I would like for the person to just understand, like, right away, um, it's not, I'm not with that. Yeah. Off rip. And I I'm think Willie understood because coming in, he was like, Wow. There's so many of them. You guys are so so close. close. Yeah. So while you guys are so close, like you guys Mm -hmm. are a sisterhood, like I would never want to come in between that. And then I literally had to say to him, hey, if you want to plan something for me, you got to be, you got to say it. Yeah. Because they're going to do it. And that, 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 that's that's our dynamic. And I'm trying to help you ease your way into it. Help yourself. Because the way that I'm set up, if something is planned, I'm doing what was planned. Mm -hmm. I don't break plans with people for my nigga. I've never done that and I'm not doing it. I just, because I've been wronged in so many occasions. (laughs) Trauma. (laughs) I have trauma behind that and I think that is so messed up. I think it's messed up that people drop everything for their significant other Mm -hmm. who was basically giving them their ass to kiss um, or a guy that you've been vetting, right? This guy Mm -hmm. that you really wanted to talk to when they finally gave you the fucking time of day because this nigga had nothing to do. Like, I just want people to understand when people pick you up, it's for a reason. Yeah. Don't think it's all fate. No, no, fuck that. If yeah. someone has been literally That's dragging... That's a message as fuck bruh, Please listen to that. If this. they've been dragging your ass yes. for months and then all of a sudden, one night at 11.30 p.m., he like, whoa, what you doing? Let's go get... No. I'm actually hanging out with my friends. Yep. If you still feel the same way tomorrow, let's meet up at 3 the fuck yeah. like don't drop what you're doing for that. we always do that because we're just so excited yeah. that the person did it yeah. like well, you've been waiting on this moment and it happens and you just like fuck everybody else like stop doing that that yeah. shit hurt absolutely Speaking look today is my nigga's birthday oh, and the, happy the birthday erica nigga <laughs> for us to like just be on facetime all day today but when i got like to the podcast i was just like i'm doing a podcast today like i didn't like put this on hold just right. so that i could converse with him i don't know you know i just feel yeah. like you just have to find the balance yeah and like yeah. what you like and what you want to do so granted like we'll talk after this and we talk before this but mm-hmm. i need my time with my girls to do just this do mm-hmm. girls can't have 24 hours i don't have that much time to give you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i love you it's your birthday we're gonna celebrate we're gonna do the damn and thing. i'm a but, huge fan I, this is yeah. my reference all the time with every example i give i was like if i need two hours to lay in my bed and yes. stare at my fucking wall I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. And I need you to leave me the fuck alone. Y'all Necessary. thought I was 
emo-ish before. All these fucking plants in here now in my room looking like a million goddamn bucks. I'm going to make you rip all them fucking um, lights down before you go, bitch. Because it took me forever to tape them up. Tape, take them down. I hate it. Um, but I think it's so important to have you time. And that I worry about that with certain people. So mm-hmm. when I was with my daughter's dad and we lived together, once I bought the house and we were in here, it would be almost like every Saturday I was like, hey, babe, you want to go visit your mom? Mm-hmm. You should go visit your mom and take me in and go see your mom. He was just like, oh, you need your time? Mm-hmm. Just go. Because this house is not that big. Yeah. So he would go take me in and then I'd play music really loud, which I still do. I was playing it all this morning when I was cleaning up the living room for you mm-hmm. guys to come. And I play music really loud and I clean. And this is just my thing and I like to yeah. do that. And I burn incense and sage and shit. I've been saging the fuck out the house lately. <laughs> so it's been great and I like that. And he was always accepting to that. But then I thought of, like, I have a friend that has a girlfriend that she lived on her own for, like, since she's been an adult mm-hmm. she smokes her weed she burns her sage she does her incense very zen and then she's moved in with him and now it's like she's not very like uh pda lovey dovey kissy huggy and he's he's had that in his last relationship and has become accustomed to it and liked yeah. it so yes while he didn't learn that in that that is something that he's taken away and does like it right i like my women to be this way and this girl's not that way mm-hmm. and so i was like He's having a hard time dealing with it, and he talks to me about it. But then my thing to him is like, okay, even though I'm very lovey-dovey affectionate, like I'm grabbing dicks for no reason, like I'm I'm with that. I understand her shit so much only because I really lo- I was an only child for 17 years. Like, yeah, I like to be by myself. I mm-hmm. like my alone time. And then I worry about people like that because it's like you can't be so stuck on that anymore once you become somebody's girlfriend. Yeah. Somebody's mm-hmm. boyfriend. It's not just you. But mm-hmm. these people, this is them at this point. Mm-hmm. So I always tell him, I don't want you to I don't want you to look at her like what the fuck is this? Like that's what she's used to. Sis yeah. been this way most her, most of her life. life. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? She's thirty something. So sis been like this forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And now she has to get used to like and it it could be trauma. It could be past stuff. Cause she it could be, like, yeah. she's had mm-hmm. relationships where these niggas weren't lovey dubby and whatever. I used to cut it off. Then my mm-hmm. ex my husband went away. on Valentine's Day. He never cared about it, so mm-hmm. I stopped caring about it. Mm-hmm. And then he got, like it, it's gonna take an adjustment for me to click back into loving that type of shit or whatever. Yeah. But, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard because yeah. you, you adjust to, to what it yep. is. Mm-hmm. And then if you're super self assessing or whatever, then you probably Start asking yourself, okay, what can I live without? Can I live without doing this type of shit all the time? Because everything yeah. else is so good. All mm-hmm. right, fine. I'll adjust. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect much for this next. All you really need is about two or three of them shit to realize, you, you know, done. I don't even need that shit anymore. Yeah. But for people who need their, their them time, I wasn't able to come up with an answer for him all the way because I'm like, I understand how this feel. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I, yeah, but I'm not alone. Like, even, right. sorry, like, even in my house, like, my mom and my sister are here now. So I had like a good year of being in my house by myself. Maybe right. I said like seven yeah. months um, without my daughter's dad and without my mom and my sister where it was just me and Mia. Mm-hmm. And when Mia left with him, it was just me. And mm-hmm. I would just be in this bitch with the dogs, burning incense and singing, watching movies every weekend. Right. But it, but it was amazing because yeah. I love that type yeah. of shit. And yeah. now I'm never home alone. Like mm-hmm. ever. Like if they yeah. really go to the store one day, it's like, oh my God, yeah. It's just us, nigga. So yeah. for somebody who really like feeds off of that type of shit, yeah. that's why I had to do the whole room thing. Because I feel like my space is... Yeah. I was trying to explain to Micah. The clutter in my room and everything was... Stopping from being I couldn't even do what I need to do. Like, I got to tell you for my P&P exam. I got to make me in a cold hat. I got to draw a picture for a bitch. I got to edit the podcast. Yeah. Um, 
So I just have all these things to do and the space, I needed my space clear to do that. And now my room is going to have to be like my little special place. It was my living room, but it's kind of, it's like the family room at this point. It's infiltrated. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but I, the, the question I guess I was proposing to you guys um, was that like for somebody who does need that space, right. space, right? They, they like them, their me time. I don't want to say, is it possible, but how feasible is it for them? To be in like a successful relationship when they got a woman or a man that like that's completely opposite. I want to hug you every day. I want to kiss you all the time. I want us to be together every day. So I think what's very important is to recognize um, where people are coming from. Um, And I think if you're very uh, transparent and upfront, like you know how you like subtly said, "Hey, take me to go see her grandma." You should go see your mom. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what? You want to be alone? Cool. Like, y'all already had an understanding, had understanding. before he that knew. even happened. So We did it at the apartment. Yeah. Bit, so, so I honestly think, because um, uh, Willie's friend is dealing with something like, he was dealing with something like that before, and she just was not affectionate. And I do think the lack of touch for some people does weigh on them. And I don't think they intentionally make it about you or they say that, you're not doing this purposely because of me. I think they just feel bad that you're not affectionate. Mm. And affection brings a different type of intimacy. And if you lack that, I don't know how strong your relationship can be moving forward if you're, boom, shit you're willing to deal without, right? Like, mm. can you live without ever being randomly hugged I make or you kissed? Actually, that's my thing. Deal breakers. You complain about something with your boyfriend, yeah. I ask you, can you deal with that for the rest yeah. of your life? Yeah, it's like, deal breakers. So honestly... Know. Being an affectionate person yeah. and losing affection and then having to figure out how to get that shit back. Like, I've, yeah, I don't know her personally, and I've never been the only child, but I've always liked my space. Mm-hmm. It's just how it's been. I think mm-hmm. because the way that me and John were, we were so different, we have to have our own space. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like games and cartoons and shit. I want to watch Different World and play with worms. Yeah. Like, I was just different. <laughs> So my thing is, I think that would be something to really analyze your relationship. And unfortunately, it's a hard thing to look at because it's not deep, really. It's really not. Like, this person does not have a character flaw. This person person just doesn't hug you. This person doesn't kiss you enough. This like that babies lack love and empathy when they don't get hugged enough. So if you take that shit to an adult, that shit does weigh on you. So if you're a person who needs touch, that is your love language. And you're with a bitch who does not do that naturally. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll be one thing for them to try. It's one thing to know that my boyfriend loves affection. Yeah. And although I think it's oh so annoying that he has to be hugged every hour or every anytime I pass him. Like if I'm in my room and he's in the living room, if I walk to the kitchen and get something to drink, let me go kiss this nigga. Let me go kiss this nigga. Okay. Let me let me touch him. You know, even it just like nice. just like a little me. sweet vibe. Let me grab his dick, baby. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah, something. You know, so I feel like if you think about the person that you're with and you're thinking about what they love and need from you, if you're able to get past your own shit and still have your alone time and still not be the most affectionate person, I think that's the best of both the best of both worlds. But if you can't do that, you should consider moving on. So this was my advice to the friend of mine. I was just like, you know, it's this is something that you really got to consider because for you to like the affection that your girl so not much. giving that you did, he didn't even realize how much he liked that shit. Until now that he's not until he, until he's not getting it, and he was like, yep. "Man, like I'll yep. roll over, bruh, and like 
she she and i know because this is my friend like i feel bad for him so he's like you know i roll over and like she probably just be on her phone or whatever like she'd been up for like the past what 10 minutes i didn't get like a rollover kiss good morning nothing like nothing and even when like she'll probably feel him shimmy i because i'm thinking about it because i'm like affectionate queen so like i'm never the first one to wake up unless i gotta go to work but in the two niggas i've spent most of my adult life with mm-hmm. they are very touchy-feely they're very affectionate they're very cuddly like you know whatever as tough as they are these niggas cuddle cuddle when it's nighttime so i get woken up by a kiss on the cheek good morning babe whatever mm-hmm. i love these type of things if i dated a nigga who didn't do this it would stand out so much like mm-hmm. what's wrong with you even tampa the, the, the little <laughs> fling i had the, i'd spent like a couple days with tampa we went out of town and this nigga was hugged the fuck up like it was i literally the whole night yeah. I was in a nigga's arms. It was lovely. And so these mm-hmm. are the type of things I think about. Like, But because I know I like my space, I felt bad for her because it's yeah. just like, it's it's really compromised, but it's so yeah. difficult. But because space like, and affection low-key is differently. I'm not saying true, but my in thing in is. In her regard. True. You is true, true, true. No, no, her. but you're right because we're yeah. talking about her. You're right. Yeah. And, and my thing is she's not used to doing it. So that's where it's like, it's just something that she's not used to doing. That was her overall thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to having you in my face every single day. Which, to be fair, she's not complaining about that. Mm-hmm. The, the complaint in that particular situation is something that she used to do all the time when she was on her own that he hates that she does. Yeah. So if anything, I, I've kind of been defending her a lot in a situation like, you're trying to get somebody to stop doing some shit they've been doing their whole fucking life. Take time. Multiple things you're trying to stop them to do that they've been doing their whole life. Yeah. I'll tell you guys more off air, but it's just like, it's. I feel bad for her. And it's like, she's trying to make it work. I feel like she's compromising. And to be fair, I feel like he's compromising. Mm -hmm. But I was like, and I hate to say this, friend, but y'all might, y'all might not be the match. Because at this point, you are being forced, if you will, to live the type of life that you're not, you don't, you're not happy with. You're not happy with this particular thing that you do. You're not happy with the lack of affection. You're not happy with this type of thing. And then she's being forced to become an Mm -hmm. entirely different bitch. You want her to do kissing and hugging shit that she don't do. You want her to stop doing something that she's always done. Mm -hmm. You want her to get used to this. So it's like, to me, it's unfair to the two of you too much. Right? Compromise and compromise. Okay. Erica, I like to smoke weed. You don't like weed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Compromise because this is like this with my ex, both my exes. You smoke and I don't. All right, fine. You can smoke, but you cannot be tonguing me down with like a mouthful of like cannabis. You need to like yeah. freshen that bitch up first. Like I don't smell like straight goddamn gin when I come to your face. Right. I need you to not smell like weed. All right, baby, done deal. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. fix. Manny used to, I think, smoke on his way home, I think, and then he would take the shirt off and like leave it outside because that's just he had dread too. It was just it was a lot. And he would come in, he'd come straight through, hey, everybody, come up, give me a kiss, and like, go to the bathroom, because he smelled like a pound. And he would shower, and this is the compromise that he made. And my thing was, I didn't meet him smoking. He started smoking after, mm-hmm. we, in one of our breakups. He had a traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's his trauma. He started smoking then. <laughs> and then, now it's like, this is the new you, and I'm, my compromise is I'm going to accept it anyway, but I don't like the way it smells. So fix it. Yeah. I do not want weed like this lingering around yeah. my fucking daughter. Yeah. So you got to fix it. I guess what? It's your daughter too. Mm-hmm. So fix it. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I feel bad for sis. I, I still defend her so much because I'm just like, you know, you, you ask her to do so much. And one thing I warn about in these type of situations, uh, and even in what you were talking about, the example you brought up where one partner feels like we got to do everything together. The next partner feels like I, I need my space. Yeah. The partner who feels like we got to do everything together, they need to be, if, uh, to me, if they're being fair, if mm-hmm. they're being fair and being real with themselves, you forcing your partner to not do shit without you 
There's going to be resentment that gets built up yeah, there. Sure. I can't do shit without you, bitch. Yeah. I can't do shit without you, nigga. Like, resentment gets built. I'm going to stay home, but I'm mad. This is like the thing with Manny and Tasha. Yeah. I'm going to stay home, but now I'm aggravated. Because you yeah. done made me stay here all day. You're not getting what the right. fuck you wanted. And then it builds spite. Yeah. Because the guy that I was with before, he didn't want to do anything with his family. Mm-hmm. He did not want to go see his mom. He, did not, he wanted to be in my face all day. And I thought that that was a disconnect with him yeah. in general. Something is not right with someone who throws your whole life into another person. Mm -hmm. That is not safe. Mm -hmm. And I'm dead ass. The reason why I broke up with him because I saw a Lifetime movie that reminded me of my relationship. It was so Mm -hmm. funny. I said, I'm going to die. It wasn't funny, but it is. Because she was like, Leah. (laughs) Leah, I'm going to die. Like, literally. What? Literally. And when you think about, and it's obsessive. Yeah, it's an obsessive, it's obsessive behavior when someone does not want to do anything else without but, but you. be in your face right all day. Mm-hmm. And I think it. What did you do before me? Um, yeah, and I think it honestly has to do with a lack of attention growing up. Like everybody brings their childhood shit in some way yeah. to a relationship. If yeah. you're not, if dealing they don't with deal it, with it, sure. if you're not dealing with it, if so you don't deal with it, it follow your ass around like a shadow. My thing is, you know, sometimes you gotta let that shit go. Yeah. And he was a better boyfriend than my last, but he wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you for showing me that this is what it could be like. Right. But you are still the type of person that I shouldn't be with. Although. You're actually wanting to do these things with me because yeah. the one before didn't want to do this. He wasn't yeah. interested. Yeah. So I went everybody. I went everywhere by myself. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm used to not having my nigga there, and having a nigga there was like what? Wait, what right, I have a question. So this question is from I'm on the let us say it for you page. So first of all, thank you. Turn Kenneth, up, Kenneth Saunders, seven hundred. So he said I have a question. If you have a woman and she wants to know where you are every time you leave the leave house, her. is that a bad thing or not? Leave her. Micah says leave her. Did Eric, you cheat on her before? Let's talk did about you cheat it. On her? Did you do anything to make her nervous, Kenneth? Did you cheat or not? Okay, because you didn't. Uh, you didn't say it was you, but did this person cheat on this woman? Yeah. Did he give yeah. her reasons to not trust him? Story. Did she have a gang of bitches in her phone? Like because these things lead up to why she may ask you that. If you if the guy in question asking for a friend right if this guy gave her no reasons to be concerned and she's asking him these questions she's then we then that we have a different answer so we want to know kenneth did he do anything beforehand to to make her feel i'm sorry i'll give you some time to answer mm-hmm. all right yeah so mm-hmm. yeah i I, it, I think if you don't deal with the past traumas that you have or whatever and this takes i love saying self-assessing because it is all about self-assessing yeah. Yeah. if you do not self-assess what you got going on you are going to bring this fucked up stuff into every relationship this kind of leads on to where something i saw recently but i feel like i always felt that way but it was i finally had it worded properly and i think it was the I think it might have been Will Smith talking about him and Jada mm-hmm. with the whole happiness. Yeah, the happiness yep. thing. Yeah. Like I'm with I Erica, and I'm not trying to. I can, I don't want to depend on Erica to make me happy. I need to be happy as an individual. Bruh, can I and stop you? And you be happy. Yes, you can. I said the same shit, same analogy to Erica Holness at ten fifty four this morning. Mm-hmm. My bitch. Okay, continue. But yeah, that's um, crazy. Okay, it is. Ken. Ken said no. I don't cheat. Okay, Ken. So it's you. Thank you. Uh, us in. <laughs> Thanks, Kenneth. Thank Thanks, Kenneth. All right, so Kenneth, um, I, so Micah says leave her. Okay, Micah, give him your synopsis on that. She wants to know where he is every time he goes. So my thing is she's carrying a, a past trauma of not trusting and not being trust, lied right. to, right? It's, it right. may not be you, but I think yeah. anyone who wants to know your whereabouts that many times has too much time on their hands personally, mm-hmm. and I think it's something deeper. It probably goes past you. 
But if you haven't had the conversation of why you need to know where I am every waking moment, then you need to have that conversation. Just ask why. Hey, babe, is why something going on? Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, why? Yeah. Because I don't report, and that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm reporting to you. Yeah. My mother doesn't even ask me where I am as much as you do. Yeah. And she's the one who gave me life, and she's the one who cares about me more than everybody else does, assuming that you have the upstanding mother. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hit it with that. Mm-hmm. Hit it with that. Or yeah. leave her ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what do you think, Isha? I think it's really important to... Have a conversation. Just talk to her because talk to her. I honestly feel like there's a lot of insecurities built up in sis as to why she is asking that. But yeah. we don't want to judge that because right, everyone we don't know. I don't know. Right, we they don't have know. their own insecurities. They have their own thing going on. So I think it's healthy. Like in relationships specifically, it's so important to just talk about stuff. Right. Like just talk. It's no point in like assuming. Um, I don't know. Just like making up your own idea of why she's asking me this. Just have the conversation. Yes. Ask her, and hopefully th- throughout that conversation, she'll be open and vulnerable to share exactly where that's coming from. Because right. I, that's just like it's not okay. Because yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking vice versa. I wouldn't want my nigga asking me where everywhere I'm going when I leave the house. No. Right. So what I say, Kenneth, is I can speak on behalf of me and Micah with this particular. Well, I don't know if Micah's was like that necessarily, but we both had like these. I had a report. Life, okay, then yes, we did because I had a nigga that was uh, he literally like he we didn't live together or anything. I was what eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I knew him for a long time, and he wanted me on the phone with him all the time. Like I had maybe she's the dog. Oh, maybe Ooh. she, maybe she out here fucking off, Kenneth. Sorry, maybe. Kenneth. Kenneth, Go I'm ahead, sorry. Though. I don't want to put trauma in your relationship, but maybe <laughs> she fucking off, Kenneth. But anyway, we, me and Micah both had relationships where we had to report mm-hmm. where we were at all times to the niggas that we were with. Like my nigga used to sit on the phone with me all the time. Like I take a shower, and like I said, I'll call you. Like I take a shower, and let's say it took me like an hour and a half. He would call me like, "Dang, what took you so long?" And I'm just like listening to that shit now. I'm it's just so like, sad. "Oh, Leah, oh, you are so abused, so you Kenneth." Abused. If it's there's a lot of things i i'm thinking about my ex my ex cheated on me he did multiple disrespectful things and i still didn't ask him where he was all the time (laughs) because i was on some like i'm too player for this i'm not gonna do it however there was a time when i wasn't and it was like i didn't have to ask he just knew he had to report because he fucked up before but nobody really wants to live that way it seems like there's a lack of trust in her situation Mm -hmm. and if that's the case is she you can suggest it too but she needs to evaluate do I really want to be with this nigga? Because there's a level of unhealthiness there that mm-hmm. she's not processing. And to be fair, you may not, it's not your job to do it, but since you're in a right. relationship with her, you're going to have to. Yeah. Because you got to deal with the shit. Yep. You may need to suggest that, you know what, babe? This isn't, this isn't healthy. This is excessive. This is a bit excessive. <laughs> and my thing is, I'm the worrisome girlfriend, right? So I'm the one that's like, I kind of want to know where you were last located. Like I went to the club. Like I, you know, like, and that's you ain't based t- on your, yeah, but you're projecting me, yes. your fear and of being taken. Right. I'm scared I'm gonna get kidnapped all the time. Everyone knows. Somebody knows where I am at all times. I go to Publix. Yeah. I'm going to Publix. Like, cause I'm, I, I watch too many shows. Bitches missing. So this is why I'm like this. And so I was lucky enough to have guys that they did their own checking in without me having to ask them for it. But I don't need to know where they are every moment of every day. Yeah. Um, and honestly, there's a level of kind of, let's think about it this way too, Kenneth. In relations that I've had, the last two that I had or whatever, they called every hour or two or whatever if they were moving around because they just want to hear my voice 
or maybe they just want to make sure I was okay or mm-hmm. whatever or they ain't talked to me in a while and they're used to seeing me all the time or whatever so this was kind of like more of an affectionate thing not a checking in thing but in checking in they told me where they were at and yeah. so I was satisfied and they were satisfied again mm-hmm. to hear me and whatever so I don't know if she's doing it in a hostile way or if she's doing it on some Oh my gosh, where are you? And it's as I'm saying, I you think you know, it's the conversation. It's you about wording. Talk. It's about wording too, because yeah. what Leah just said, me calling to hear your voice, you know the tone I have. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. the question is seven times in a day, where you at? Who you with? Where are you at? What you doing? Every fucking hour, like honestly, I had to curse that hard. You don't deserve that, Kenneth. That is super invasive, and I think it's super unhealthy mm-hmm. for anybody to carry the fuck on like that and that's bringing up past traumas so i'm cursing so hard like that's just not okay yeah. um it's but not. i think overall this and i saw a show and this girl thought it was just okay to do because whatever but when they go out together she would be the flirtiest one oh. she, he would have to pull her away from the bar and because she was getting fuck too down. fucking whatever so that's why i said maybe she's a dog no shade don't put it on let us say it for you. We just throwing shit out. So it's, um, but for the most part, I was questioned because he was doing the questionable shit. Right. Right. And so in retaliation, he was hoping I wasn't retaliating. Right. Because I had every right to retaliate. And in my situation, the guy who checked me every day and want to know what I was doing all the time, he was. He was doing some wild shit. He was doing some wild shit. And so shit. that's what I'm saying. So, it may be her. It yeah. may be her doing that. Maybe she's and doing something. Another weird. thing, y'all. When I'm questioned, I get aggressive, and I, I, and I miss because mm-hmm. of my trauma. It's because of what happened. I, I don't like being don't asked, like being asked where, where you at. Like that whole just where you at. Nothing else. After, what? Show me where you at. Yeah, and then niggas be like, "Oh, I called your phone. What you was doing? Um, oh, what's, what's I don't up? Like that. I, what's up?" You hear what I yeah, Micah good What's for that. Up? What's up? The fuck? Like literally, like you. Micah gets ready to don't scrap. Check yeah, me, does. bro. Because if you miss my call, I don't. What I've me. learned, you could have been taking the shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could have been charging your phone. Maybe your phone. Was you could have been helping your grandmother off the you fucking were floor. The elderly. Whatever. You don't know what people are doing. So why do we always have to assume it's digging in yeah, somebody's shit? That's the like, problem. Assuming we that's we all damn. get stuck in doing that, and we have to stop because this yeah. a real world is happening out here. People yeah. really going through shit. Shit. Like really going through things, yeah. and we're assuming the worst. The one of the first things Micah said was she has too much. People people do that. They have too much time on their hands. Like we need to give sis a hobby. I be too busy doing whatever the fuck I'm doing to be clocking a nigga like that. that. And I, sometimes I be too busy just sitting in my fucking bed putting shit in my shopping carts to be asking nigga what the fuck you doing. That's enough. Like a bitch be ready shopping. Ready to check shopping. out. Oh, this point is the worst out. thing. The worst thing that happened to me. Just, well, Kenneth, I would like you to know that you are the first question that I've actually gotten so on the actual Let It Say It For You podcast page. Woo! I appreciate you, King. Woo-hoo! I hope yes, you figure Kenny. it out. Um, you were a pleasure to have. That was a great question. You gave us a good amount of commentary. Absolutely. So I appreciate it you. Good. And it's not healthy, so just have a conversation. That's our let best advice. Go. Okay, Talk it out. Like I said, let it go. But she also <laughs> said, talk it out. So just talk and ask why, you know. And if this is pressing up on you, you just cut her off, man. Ah. You deserve that shit, Kenneth. All right? Don't Thank you. It. All right, last thing because this did grab on the best. All right. Um, 
the battles, the versus battles that have been happening. Have you guys been peeping about them between Fucking Swiss Beast and Timbaland? They've been doing the battles, like the yeah, the yeah. I know you have. Have you been catching them? Yes, yes. Michael put me on, so yeah. She called, I called me. Called everybody. Me I, I said, like, "Thank you." This is a thing. We yeah, have to get I, on I, it. I never caught them when they were on, and Michael caught me in the like, like in the beginning ish mm-hmm. of in the, the second live, John, right? John, um, Little John, Lil John one, mm-hmm. and I had the time of my life. Like yeah. it was fantastic, and I really, you're welcome, Kenneth. And I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. been. I'm, and I'm and I've been talking to Leah about mm-hmm. like who could basically be matched up with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I talked about we should get on Zoom. And then yeah. Leah was like, I want to get dressed I was up to for say one. Wine, but yeah. Um. Yeah. And, we at the club. And, we don't go nowhere. No and so it's like I appreciate the the level of normalcy that these celebrities are giving everybody. Oh, yeah. This it's is normal for us. Yes. Yes. We it go live all day. the time. Like yeah. on some regular. Like these, they don't go live. Like honestly. I've never seen so many celebrities on live as much as I see now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm connecting. Yep. You're connecting with me because you can't do shit either. Like, it's just, yep. I don't you know. Do right, because they can't have concerts. You can't really make yeah. money for real. You can't travel. Yeah. Like, and, and that's this is all a great they do. Way. This is a great way to, this is a good way to give back to your fans. Like for, for, for musicians that are really, really doing it, like, this is such a great way to give back yeah, to man. your fans. And I'm so appreciative it, of it because it's just so, like, the first one I saw Jonathan. action, <laughs> yes, was T-Pain and Lil Jon. And I'm a huge fan of T-Pain. T-Pain is very, very, very fucking he's funny. So I've seen a lot of things T-Pain has been on. I, he's hilarious. He is. Honestly, he can literally consider being a comedian. From another so, place. Yes, this was um the Freak Nick, Freak, Freak Nick, Nick the musical. Yeah, and I have that still to this day Check on it two of my MacBooks. Out. So funny, Freak Nick the musical by T Pain, and it was so. But it was on Adult Swim. So fucking funny. It was years ago, and T Pain's delightful. He kept calling little yeah. John Jonathan. It was just. It was <laughs> great, <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan, okay, <laughs> what has your favorite one been so far? How many? I don't know how many you've seen. Honestly, oh, I even the ones you heard of that you didn't see. What do you think would have been your favorite so far? Well, I haven't gone back, but I think T Pain and Lil Jon would probably have been my favorite, only great. because um, the energy level, like T Pain and jo- and Jonathan, Jonathan, they make me want to dance. <laughs> they honestly make me want to dance and get live and just be yeah. led. And, and there's such a great energy for both of them. So, like, that was honestly my favorite. And I've been thinking about other women that could be my favorite. But yeah. they're now introducing, like, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, which yeah. may be chill. It That's may be, the next one. It may be, like, it may be hype, but it's going to be, like, chill. We chill, hype. Like, mellow. Yeah, how, do you, but how yeah. many have you seen or have you? Literally one. Okay. Well, okay, so the, so far there's been, there was the Swiss the and Timbaland one. The, the Swiss and Timbaland one was, was good because it wasn't just their songs, like, their producers. So mm-hmm. they produced. So many songs. So that so one was many, really yeah. good because, if anything, um, no, I can't say it's one of the. It was obviously what? one of the top ones. Neo? But there was like a Neo and Janta or whatever, that and that one I I went back and watched them all because th- these were songwriter ones, and I I write, and it's so impressive to just hear the songs that these mm-hmm. niggas wrote. You know what I'm saying? Like I wrote this song, yeah, and I gave it to Mariah Carey. Yeah. I wrote this song and I gave it to Beyonce. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. th- to me. I I was very partial to those, and um, I was very particular about the. There was a, the dream and um, Sean Garrett. Now Sean Garrett, I know of Sean Garrett, but yes. I don't. Um, I know of Dream more as an artist. Like my favorite Dream song, hands mm-hmm. down, is Falsetto. I love Falsetto, but I love the Dream. The Dream mm-hmm. is fantastic, but Sean Garrett. 
is not to be fucking trifled with. Yeah. This man then wrote so many fucking songs. Right. He's yeah. written and produced so many songs. And right. he, he, he was, he's been the artist maybe once or twice. Yeah. Whereas the, the Dream has had albums or whatever. Right. So we know him more. Right. But Sean Garrett is like a, he's like a lethal weapon. Yeah. Like, and he was so he's fucked so up He's so low key too. You got, if y'all ever just work I it, heard about time, it. let it play, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. But it was very good because they were just dropping like hit after hit after hit after hit. The Neo and the Johnson one, hit after hit after hit after hit. And it's so fucking impressive mm -hmm. like to see these the caliber just of genius that was on there musical geniuses i've seen most of them i would say and i uh i guess if i had to pick my favorite it would have had it has to be um the baby face and teddy riley one let me tell you how it's funny. I saw it when it was happening and I still went and rewatched it. That's how much I enjoyed it because I need you guys to understand. I'm very like 90s R&B and Babyface in a row so many. My, the first song he played is my favorite Tony Braxton song. Love should have brought you home last yeah. night. I was <laughs> in here. You know, even this. even try. I was like, yeah, I was in here singing my heart out. And the first song Teddy Riley played was SWV. You make it hard for me. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. The skill yeah. was crazy. Yeah, and it, it's just it's so inspirational. But Babyface, mm -hmm. for me, and I think it wasn't it wasn't like a sweep. It just depends on the kind of music you like. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. like just got paid. Like Teddy Rock just got paid. Mm -hmm. Friday night. night. Like, come on, shit like that. Like that shit's lit. But mm -hmm. then Babyface fuck around, he done wrote, Can we talk? Now, I don't know if y'all know. If I ever got to do karaoke, I'm singing Can We That's Talk. That's it. That is my fuck. That's Every it. time I can hear that song when she out, she sends me a snap singing the song. And I said, that's why I fuck with you. Mm -hmm. I, I hear that song once a week, y'all. Because it's on like three of my playlists. Yeah. I love Tevin Campbell. Mm -hmm. And he wrote I'm Ready. Yeah. Uh, he wrote that song when he was in high school. He said he wrote that song, Babyface. Wow. Wrote that song over a girl. And he kept it for a long, long time. And then Aww. he was like, he found a guy. He's like, and I found this guy. And he just made it. <laughs> and he played it. And I was like, oh, my God. He got a voice Aww. like. And then I started crying. She's not crying. I started crying because, Micah, this is a test for you. Babyface wrote the song that I want my husband to sing to me oh, at shit. our wedding. Hmm. Damn, we ain't talked about that in a while. Hold on. Let me refresh myself. Think it's an old song. It's a black man. Oh, damn. Then that no. was out that. No. It's not you. Nope. Nope. Mm. nope. 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 What is it? I started crying. I heard it. So he said, here's the build up for it. He was like, you know, I wrote this song and um, <laughs> I wrote this song and it was going to go to these. Hey, Tarsha. He's like, it was going to go to this artist and this artist, but then this guy found it and he made it an anthem. My, my, my. Dad. Listen. The show look good tonight. I started crying. I you want your husband to sing that too. That is it. When was the analogy made? I haven't heard that line in a while. Oh, God. That was it. That is your song. That's the song. I and you know who got me on time? My mom. My mom loved that, that song. My mom just loved Johnny Gill. Song. So when that song came on, I was like, he wrote this song too? Yo, Babyface is a beast. But yeah. Teddy Riley he is not to be trifled face. with. And then, like, it ended up getting fucked up a little bit at the end because they old and they had, like, issues. It's mostly Teddy Riley. Mostly Teddy. Yes. Teddy was struggling with the, the shit. I heard but, that. I mean, Babyface didn't even get to like dig into the back. Babyface got someone to love. That's him and John B. He didn't even play that. I was ready for him to play that so I could cry again. He didn't need my to. nigga. He, like, he didn't even come out. But that was probably my favorite one because most of the songs that are played, like Babyface made 
I, I, don't, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite Brandy song, but it's definitely top three. Sit up in my room. I love sitting up in my room. I'm sick of him. And so it but Teddy it. Riley was so good it. too. And I heard like uh the jam song that was used on um Space Jam, the Michael Jackson yeah. Jam. All in your face. Teddy what's Riley. Up, that's up? Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley did that song. Yeah. Right? That's is crazy. Not, wait. Is it the one where the lady is sick? Is it a rap? It's time All to I know is this now. thing jam. got a real jam going now. Welcome oh. to no, the no, 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 not that, not that one. one. No, no, no. I play it when we get off. Jam. It's called All Jam by Michael Jackson. What's up? What's up? Oh, Jam. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, it is too much. Jam, they too much. I'm about to fuck me to Jam. Yeah, but then Teddy Riley is also making last forever. Like when Teddy Riley played that. Like any day you got like paperwork type shit to do, just no. YouTube the the Teddy Riley no, face no, battle. No. It's so fucking that. good. And I would say with Babyface, I knew if he played ten songs, I knew I knew eight out of ten of them. Because there were some that I heard, but I didn't know. Like I didn't know Superwoman. I know Superwoman, but I don't know it like word for word. Um, and then Teddy Riley, I knew a little bit less of his, but the ones that I did know, did know, like I knew them, knew them. You know what I mean? Like one of my favorite Tony Braxton songs is the I Get So Lonely remix because mm-hmm. um, Black, uh, Black Street is on it. And that shit's lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they don't have it on Spotify. What's that? Or hold on. Kenny has another question. All right, Kenny. Uh, oh, all right, Kenny. We'll end it on you because Kenny, Kenny, I like, I like your energy right now. Oh, Kenny. Kenny has another question. I have another question. Caught your woman texting the baby daddy and when you take the phone you found some dick pictures that he sent her what would you do you already know what to do bro <laughs> like let's just be real you know what to do and i hope it's not hit her because it's not we do not advocate <laughs> for domestic violence absolutely so, well, not I here keep, i keep swinging the wrong way the left ear is so fucked up here. All right, so I know that Dick caught you off guard, but <laughs> don't hit. Yes, me. I do know Whip Appeal. Whip Appeal is great. He played Whip Appeal too. I was like, what the fuck? Babyface is awesome. All right, um, if that's happening, then obviously you may need Dick to leave. Picture this from moment. who? From Dick picture from the baby father. daddy. Father. Yes. What? Did, what was her response? Ooh, again, or stop sending me shit like that. You know, we only talk about <laughs> yeah, our baby. Right. Why that's, are we? Still what was the response? Dick pics? We should yeah. be talking about Dick the kids coming only. across. Yeah, just say what the response was because we don't know. Maybe she responded politely, and this nigga is disrespectful. Yeah. And, yeah, and unfortunately, and the baby daddies are the ones that you can't get rid of. That's you what I'm saying. If he's disrespectful, nigga. then he's disrespectful. Yeah, like, and so you need to tell her to put him in his place. Yeah. and if she's entertaining it still, then you may need to let that motherfucker go. Yeah. Yeah. You need she to let that motherfucker go. go. Yeah, hey, she got another hoe. Hoes into the coming down with dust. Yeah, he's coming down with dust. coming down Hey, pushing this shove in the box. So um, yeah. So okay. So we're ending on this then. The next battle is Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Yeah, yeah. I like both ladies. I do too. I, I overlove don't Erica. No, that's what I'm so saying. Too. I overlove and, Erica. And, and my overlove. thing is, I have, because people did this overlove. with Teddy Riley, where they were like, oh, Babyface is going to like mop him. And yeah, like, they didn't know most of the yeah, stuff that he wrote. Right, right. So, and I feel that way about Erica Badu, like probably mopping Jill Scott, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I mean, but Jill Scott, but I hate that all that comes to mind every time I think Let's of Jill Scott. Take- 
a long walk. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Erica Badu. I was born out of water. Yeah. I'm with in three dollars and six dimes. Like I'm all back there with the shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I know Jill, they, they have to have mode. they have to have really dug into Jill Scott's bag to they know did, to that she's that a good, yeah because mm-hmm. they know. not she not chopped liver. You get what I'm saying? Right. You know. Erica personally, yeah, Tarsha pick Erica too. Guys, Jill Scott is the goat. Now, Jill is I cannot name at least five of her songs, Same. but when they play, I know them all. Same. I'm just I saying. Name them, I can't name them right I now. I can't even think of Erica them, overcrowds my what mind. Is that, yo? Um, but it's another one when she was like, um, um. Uh, is it the way you love me, baby? Yeah, she ripped that shit. So she got a few. She got a few that makes me get in my groove. So I feel like, listen. So I really feel like if y'all play it, I'ma sing it because I know it. You feel me? But Erica Off Rip, I know her whole album when she was pregnant. With her son seven because he's a nineties baby, yeah. and like baby. she dedicated it to the nineties babies and the drums and shit. So Tarsha like talk about me, baby, y'all better sing. <laughs> That's it. So, so so okay. Yeah. So then here's my other thing then because with everyone that they've had so far, these have been producers mm-hmm. and or songwriters. Maybe so right. my thing is, as far as I know, I'm not not to put it past him. I wouldn't doubt that Jill yeah. Scott and Erica Badu have produced or written songs for other people. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, they're just artists, which mm-hmm. means this is just solely on the songs that you've had. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then my thing is, how far in the bag can you go? Because again, Neil wrote to the left. He wrote to, to the left. He wrote True. single ladies. So he was able right. to whip these out at the end. I can't wait to be surprised. Yeah, I, yes, yes, that's a great. Because I think that's what it is. I can't wait to be surprised. Let's think about it. I feel like we're gonna be like <gasps> you, what? But, 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 but my but thing is, is that what they're gonna too. do? That's what they're, is that what they're gonna do? Because we don't know. Is it because they call each one like this was a battle of the songwriters and they did Neo and the Johnson guy. This right. is a battle of the songwriters with him and him. This is the battle be, of producers. It could be battle did. of the hits. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they and probably it, matched it a certain way depending on these two women. Yeah, because you can't make it because it's indie soul. That's what it is yeah. indie yeah. soul yeah. right so i think personally india Irie and eric badu would have been a better I, match i thought it to yeah. me yeah. i would have died yeah. i would have yeah. i know india Irie. i, I know india girl he heals me he heals me listen really really quick before we end this he heals me i was a sophomore in college and i don't know what the f i was going through maybe i done broke up with terry for the last time i don't know Literally, that might have been it. It might have been it, but the song, the what she was saying in the song, I did not feel in any relationship I've ever had, and it made me cry. Like literally, like he heals me, Mm -hmm. he knows the real me, and he accepts me. Mm -hmm. He'll never hurt me. Like what? I've never. I was like, what? I don't feel this way. Listen, I listened to "He Heals Me" by Indy Irie sixteen times. While I was in the shower, I didn't get out until the 16th time, clearly. But that song really, like, I'm gonna it's play amazing. in the car. I'm what other song did you play? What other oh, song that. did you play during a breakup a million times? Huh? What other song did you play during a breakup a million times? I'll give you a hint. It was on your ride home or your ride to Tally. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to sing it? Yes, please. Oh, 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 no. Oh, God. No, I cried, no. y'all. <laughs> Heart attack, my <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Heart attack is somewhere like heart attack 
never hit me. Yeah. Ever. I love that song. Heart Attack was a great Bruh, song. Bruh, I rolled over this I never knew love. I, oh I, was, this I was sleeping next to my ex-boyfriend in my mind because I was about to break up with him. I put my <laughs> headphones in. I put on Heart Attack. I went to sleep <laughs> crying to Heart Attack, y'all. He had no idea. He was about to get this. He had no idea. I'm like, oh my god, that's one of them songs. Yes, so it's heart attack. Heart attack. Was and it. I woke up in the morning. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I didn't want to do it when I was okay. out of town. I want to do it when I got back in town, and I did it. It was very emotional for me <laughs> <laughs> to break over that. I gotta go. I can't deal with you okay. no more. Oh my god, that was good. I'm excited. Well, all right, that's brilliant. The only two songs that I played over and over again during hard times for me was "Resentment" by Beyonce. That was my first oh, one. Oh, I played yeah. "Resentment" like two hundred and fifty. She played it on times. the way to the bowling alley one time with me and Eric in the car. It's, she that's started song, crying. It's too much. Like, it was in high school out of nowhere. I was hurt, y'all. I was hurt. Resentment oh, was my song. Leah. I hear it now, and I'm okay because now I'm just like fuck that nigga, like whatever. But um, "Resentment" was tough for me. And when I was um, high school, this is high school, like first boyfriend high school, my first first. It was um, Chris Brown, um, Goodbye. It's never a right time to say goodbye. But I gotta do it first. So that we broke up, and that song reminded me of him, and I played it over and over and over again. It was give, me, give, me, give, us, give us one of your emotionally sad uh, breakup songs, Erica. What have you had? Man, I'm a real bitch. I don't even have a problem. I don't know. No, uh, it's been so many. It's so many, but I will say recently, since we're on India, I read Steady Love. Oh, oh, I like I gotta that. look it up. I don't think I, I like that. God, it is amazing. It's emotional. It's so emotional. It's it just much. makes me think about like my relationship right now, and it literally oh. speaks from my heart to his. I promise oh. you, it is oh, adorable. <laughs> and then I ain't think about you by Chris Brown. I ain't looking for love. She's gone. Whoa, whoa. Tell all the girls that the bottles on us to drink on. Whoa, whoa. I just wanna have a good time and get you on my mind and find another shot of y'all. Like, hey, oh, when I'm up in the club, really turned up. I ain't gonna worry about you tonight. That was a good one, right? Hey, hey, hey. I ain't thinking about you tonight, tonight. Bruh, shot it. What's up? Oh, baby, all the girls in the club, goddamn, you sexy, ooh, you sexy, ooh, goddamn, you sexy, ooh, oh, you sexy, oh, <laughs> listen, that yeah, helped me, so he, that, that, was, helped that was on the him and the tiger, like, yes, they, they said, they have they have but he ended up giving it to uh, the Bow Wow, because remember, Bow Wow ended up and it was trash. I didn't care for it very much, triggity trash, yes, hey, the way Bow Wow did didn't it, care sorry, for it. all right, what is it on this, uh, Savage Remix, I heard it, I saw y'all comments in the group chat, yeah. it was okay, like, I wasn't that, like, excited about it. Maybe I got to hear it some more time. I know the whole thing. Or maybe I'm so tired of hearing the fucking song That's that like, Beyonce could have did it a little it quicker for me. It for a lot of people. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of this fucking I song. I think the TikTok challenge fucked the remix up for a lot of people because they're so tired of hearing the song. Mm -hmm. Just like, I really off. did enjoy the remix. It was nice. Yeah. I read the group chat. So I read, like, the y'all mentioned the whole, like, if you ain't got to jump to put your pants yeah, on. Yeah, I love the part where she was like, I got this shit from Tina. I got this shit from Tina. Like, I really loved that part. That shit was lit. Personally, when Beyonce raps, I'm like, Meh. yeah, yeah maybe that's Meh. another reason. Why yeah. I was like, oh. it's a it's a merit thing. Um, it's not bad. It's just like, B, can you just start singing real it's quick? You know, she did. She's vocalized a little <laughs> but, bit, but and that's another thing that okay. I. But that's another thing that I was like, I don't know if this is meshing with it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
same. Okay. Like, okay. I don't know if I, I don't like that part. I personally don't like that you don't part. You don't like that? Hate it. You don't like that? Hate it. It was too much. I could do without it. It was too much. But she had to put her staple in there. I she get did. you, B. She but did. B, you rapped. Like, and you do your thing. No, 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 queen. Like, she do her thing when she get on the thing. Because it gave me the whole, uh, you hate us, Kimmy, with that Illuminati mask. What's hey, up with that? Yep. yep. For me, I see it. I don't want it. Yeah, that's what I mean. 7-Eleven. I didn't like that song. I, I didn't like, like the scene. I, I didn't like the song. I like 7-Eleven. Okay. On the sideways, yeah, I like that too. In that side, like I like her voice. Way on hands out, two side waving. Yeah, two side. Like she ripped that. Like I love Seven Eleven. Yeah, that's the only swag rap that I like. Well, this is something that artists complain about. I guess to give you guys a little inside, like yeah, that is like they always put us in a box. Artists and athletes complain about this, and it's usually the black ones because they say that they never allow them. Like we got a white person, they can be an actor, they can be a singer, they can be a fucking author, they can build houses. And then with black people, it's like, oh, you're a rapper, you just got to be a rapper. Oh, you're an athlete, you just got to be an athlete. This is right. So we have to fight that urge. And the big for me, the question for me would be, okay, why does it irritate me? Because I'm not just trying to be difficult with you, nigga. I don't like it. It's not good. Stop doing it. <laughs> Think about it. Mind you, if I cross into something and I'm like surprisingly good at it, you're not going to hate me for it. You're going to be like, oh. Yeah. Prime example. Chris Brown first started rapping. Thoughts. I liked it. It didn't I liked it. Yeah. It, it, didn't, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me. You're right. Thank you. Michael. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I was like, go ahead, Chris. Okay, Chris. And, and, and yeah. it, he had like a swag. I was just like. Nigga, he talking like, yeah. but it's like he's talking with a rhythm, so I could get over it. And even Trey songs, for that matter. Yeah. People hate Drake. Willie hates when Drake sings. I do too. Hates it, but I'm used to it. It doesn't bother you me. Hate it. He came out doing both. I don't care mm-hmm. for Drake. Erica yeah. hates it. I'm I know just people. You can do I personally yeah. like oh when he. I like it. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Hey. I like it. You like it. I do. I do. Oh, this certain Drake, don't stop. Bitches in my old phone. I should call, I should call one and go home. Like, there's certain parts where I can take it, but it's like he, to me, his singing reminds me of Nicki Minaj's singing. Like, you guys aren't singers. Like, you're you're trying to just trying no, to be Nikki in the is. field of doing it. Yeah. And it, I, your fans are gonna stand for it. It's why, like, who cares about what we think? Beyonce. Yeah. That's all. It's probably been number one since fucking two o'clock yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Because it, you know Beyonce is on it, and it wasn't it. bad, but right. something about it makes me feel weird. And I guess maybe because I'm not used to. It was like, huh. That's the shit. That's that's not, I didn't like that shit. It doesn't go with a rap. Like uh-huh. I didn't like. I don't. I guess maybe Savage. it's like not liking because like, it's really just her being cocky, and it's like, why do we not support the cocky Beyonce? Because she really that is bitch. that bitch. Bitches love Beyonce. Then they got her face tattooed on there. Yeah. Like, I just don't so, like the way they integrated the song. Like her singing. The, the okay's could have stayed out. Okay, Savage. like that shit could have stayed. All of that. Savage. Don't sing at all. So it's just rap. Shh. Like Shh. we could have done without your. Her rapping shit was all right. She's gonna keep, rap, no just, rap. just stay. Just all that other stuff. Has anybody heard Nikki's verse on "Say So"? "Say So" is a Doja Cat song. I know the Doja part. No. I didn't hear the Nikki. Th- oh yeah, I, I, know, know, Doja. Mm-hmm. I like Doja. I know Cat. Doja Cat. She's yeah. cool. I like um, Doja she Cat. Got, say so. That's the "Say So" song. So Nikki did a verse on that. Apparently. Didn't hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear uh-huh. it. Well, I didn't hear it. Yeah. either. It just came, it came out literally either the same day or the Too day bad, before. Because you know what happens when B drops? No one else no matters but B. No, Nikki. Sorry, Nikki. They're talking about it. They like it. I hear you. Yeah. But the fact that we haven't heard it and only you've heard it, that means... But y'all don't listen to Doja Cat either. And but I it's different. Yeah, Instagram, what I'm yeah. telling you, Leah, social media tells all. And yeah. I didn't even know there True, was a true. remix. That's real. So what I'm saying yeah. is Beyonce has a clout 
that will over oh, overcloud anybody else. And they do even talk, if they it's talk good. about Meg more too, to be fair. Yeah, they yeah. do. So yeah. like, okay, and then that could be based on the people that you follow. You feel me? Like I don't, I don't follow those. I saw Cat. both. I, don't I, follow no, I saw both reports the on the either. shade room. However, yeah. I saw also again saw Meg doing over, a video dancing to over. it, and yeah. then I saw Meg again talking about I cannot yeah, fucking believe I got Beyonce's song. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, cool, right. Cool off and Savage Challenge are the main things that I see. All of my timeline on Facebook and Instagram. That question yeah. is so cool. I, it is, yeah. it is. So I want Mia to learn it. Good. Oh, let Mia do it. You did no. I want Mia to learn it. I was very tired. It was very tired. It, I, it looked like I was tired. I saw the video yesterday and I'm like, they had to do this 20 times. Micah. Paige said it too. Paige was like, um, she did it a thousand times to get it right. I was like, y'all bitches better than it me. It was very difficult. I almost gave up. I really did. Well, I'm proud of you I for really sticking did. to it mm-hmm. and, and not giving it up. <laughs> All right. We have to go to Tim Buck fucking two now. Um, I would like to thank you, lovely ladies. Micah, it's a pleasure as always. Jones, please come again. Absolutely. We're here. Same great. time, thank same place. So we enjoyed you so much. Thank yes. You. Uh, thank you, beautiful bitches, for being here. Guys, please follow us at Let It Say It For You on Instagram. Let It Say It For You on YouTube. And Let It Say It For You, just the you on Twitter. Also, visit us at letitsayitforyou.com and buy yourself a hat. I think I'm going to get hoodies. I really like hoodies. Like, Yeah, I like hoodies. I got my hoodie person. Even though, like, I don't wear them all the time, but I have, like, mad hoodies. And, like, I have mad hats because I have a hat company. So, I have so many. But anyway, please visit us. Thank you guys for listening and watching. It's been a pleasure. Goodbye.